it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Brunani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. So sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Our time's calling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. Early in the morning, I can really smell you at this table. You don't even make sure that your hands are well creamed. Your routine looks fairly easy. Your teeth brush lightly. All that's missing is deodorant. It's like you're trying to kill me. Now your body smells real sour. It could easily be sweet. And I can't help but to wonder if you're trying to spite me. Should I talk to Sally so she can help your smell in the canteen? It stings my eyes. I will not cry, but it's making me weak. I'm not your superwoman. Do, 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 do. I'm not the kind of girl that can just sit down and act like you smell okay. Boy, I am only human. <laughs> Ooh. I'm never going to wait for you to ask me. Yep. See, I know the person, it was just the, can I, can I get the person right and then not the title of the song? Okay, go on. Deborah Cox. You're mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Can I tell you why? Because when you were singing that song, I had this like, you know that video she did, um, when you're out in the club, don't think, and then she's got like the black lip. That's Candy. That's that, Candy. That sang the song or in the, it was in the music video. That's Candy that sang the song. Or was in the who was in the music video that of the when Candy sang that song? Deborah Cox. I don't think she sang that that one. She sang um, "Who Do You Love." How you walk away so easily still remains a mystery to me. Don't you remember that you promised me? Candy sang when you're out in, in the, the club, club. Don't think I'm not. But did baby. Candy sing? This is my thing. I have a theory. Did Candy sing when you're out in the club? Don't think I'm not. But Deborah Cox was in the video. I don't think so. I might. I don't think so. So then who... Okay, fine. You can reveal who sung this. Right. You know what? I'm going to give you... <laughs> I'm going to give you a blight because this was way before your time. Okay, but when I said this was way before my time, last time for Savage Garden, you said, oh... No, because you were alive. No, no, you weren't. You weren't alive. Okay, right? but I was but about this, to be alive. Yeah, then. this one came out when I was two. Oh, wow. So yeah. That was, okay. So, and what gets me about this, though, is that you said that I'm not going to try and get the title of the song, which was obvious in the song, but you will try to get the person. So I was more confident about, about the person than the, the name of the song. The song was called Superwoman. I mean, I went higher when I said, I'm not your superwoman. Yeah, that still could have been Deb. Um, do you no, know I, what see, I see why you could have thought that it was Deborah yeah. Cox, because it's the kind of song, see, at least how you're understanding did now. you get here? Yes, nobody's supposed, supposed to be, be here. here. There you yeah, go. so I see that vibe. I yeah. see that you're still working off vibes. Yes. And not musical knowledge. At least you understand. Uh, but, <laughs> but this was uh, by Karen White. Karen Ooh, White. Is she still um, alive? I don't know. I hope so. I don't know, though. I should probably check. Um, so Karen White, um, she sang this in 1988. 
and it's called um as i said it's called superwoman but i've always loved that song i can't believe it came out like when i was two because i remember it very vividly really it probably it probably did quite well it, she kind of it, it must be like the what the patsy klein era no, Patsy Cline was in like the 70s or the 60s. What are you talking about? But then about? this girl you're talking about is in the 80s. Yeah, then they're 30 years apart. Oh, fine. <laughs> I've, I've really tried. And I think I think I should at least get a point for knowing Patsy Cline. Yes, thank God. Um, She's 55 years old and very much alive and very much a Libra. She's born 14th of October, 1965. So we, we, we thank God for that, that we're not just killing off people randomly. <laughs> but what's funny to me is like the actual lyrics of the actual song. Mm. She goes, early in the morning, I put breakfast at your table. I make sure that your coffee has its sugar and cream. Your eggs are over easy. Your toast done lightly. All that's missing is the morning kiss that used to greet me. Now you say the juice is sour. It used to be so sweet. And I can't help but to wonder if you're talking about me. That's when oh. I would have punched you in your face at the breakfast table. <laughs> and I would have fucked you up at the breakfast table. Because you, stupid motherfucker, I just gave you your breakfast. Look at the detail that you put in. Like, the way that the coffee should be. Your toast done lightly. Like, lightly. Like, okay. He's like, lightly. So, so you even have a certain gradient, a certain shade. <laughs> You're even colorist with your toast. Like, you don't want it too dark. Like, you have a specific way that you want all of this. And then I've put it in front of you. And then you've drank the juice and you've and gone. It's sour. And it's sour. And I'm not sure if you're talking about me, bitch. You better not be talking about me. Ooh. Because if I sprinkle rat poisoning in that egg next time. <laughs> but it's funny because a song like that would have come out in this, in this day and age. <laughs> you it's think only so? back then when women were... So, oh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> women are still suffering. Sorry, guys. But when women were really suffering, suffering, suffering. Suffering times seven, not suffering times six. Now you say the juice is sour. It used to be so sweet. And I can't help but to wonder if you're... So you're throwing shade. You're dashing indirects at me. Using the juice. Using the juice. Oh, you will choke. <laughs> that juice won't enter your esophagus in the right through the right channel. Through, no, wow. Oh, that's oh no. She's even good. After you've ignored me for two days, I'm not making that's you any it. What food. What breakfast are you eating? What breakfast are you, are you mad? Wow. And then you even you you even have the f on tree. You have the goal to now sit. You have you don't talk to me, but you sat down at the table. Don't you fear and God? Criticize you don't, the food you don't as well. even fear your own life. You don't fear food poisoning, <laughs> and you sat down at the table. Nah. Men are courageous, men are audacious. Because me, I could never. <laughs> I love that word, courageous and audacious. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to this week's episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, Suck Your Mum. I'm Kaleche. And Sadiq. And we're back. We're back for another week of things. Of things. Crazy week, as always. I just, well, lockdown. Mm-hmm. Everything luck off. What are we going to do? I just, I, I have, um, like, I don't know, like, I, I flinch whenever I hear, don't rush, don't touch. <laughs> I like people talking about sprinkle cake, banana bread. <laughs> oh, my God. And it makes you think that lockdown lasted for two years. Yeah. That first lockdown yeah. lasted for two years. Yeah. I think to myself, damn, we lost Kobe this year. Yes. Wow. Mm. That wasn't even a lockdown, but you get my point. Yeah. It's been a long last year. And it's not even over. Ooh. 
and the elections are coming up for the for the Americans. That's so going to be on Tuesday. Yeah, that's going to drag everything out a little bit more. Oh, just prepare yourself. Trump for is not Trump. going anywhere. The Trumpets. It's, it's, either he, either they keep him in because of these wayward people and the way that they vote, or he chooses not to recognize the votes. I, I mean, the way it's going, he will just do that. He'll be like, oh, you guys voted for Biden, but I'm still, I'm still here. What I'm you guys still here. Do? You guys voted for Hillary, and I got here, so you know, I'll do what I want. Thank you so much, oh, man. It I saw tough. I saw that news. Um, it was like a news segment, like a quick one where the wife voted, white couple, the wife voted for Trump and the um, husband voted for Hillary. Oh, and last year. Last year. Yeah. And well, last election. Yeah. And they were talking. And then I just said, but isn't this, they said that 53% of white women, was it, voted for Trump and you're, at, you're, you're here. And then I saw another clip of a white girl going, she voted for Trump as a joke and she's sitting amongst other people. Other people that didn't vote for Trump. No. The one that really got me was this white girl. And a, lot of, a lot of these Gen Z kids are yeah. doing it where they're kind of testing their parents. This white girl was in the living room with her parents and then she was describing this new guy that she was seeing. But she was actually describing him as Donald Trump. Things yeah. that Donald Trump have done. And her parents were like, oh my God, why are you even seeing this guy? What, why, what, why, what the hell is going on? She said, that's Donald Trump I'm describing. They said, oh, stop it. <laughs> Do you get me? So, as soon as it became Donald Trump, it yeah. became totally. They were able to just dissociate. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was smart. Not only smart, but just craziness on their behalf. Like how you can you're happy with that person being your president. Yes, but, but you, you wouldn't have them dating them, your child. Oh, have them in your house, basically. Right. But they can run your life. And then we had um, Lil Wayne. Um, oh God, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne the Coon. <laughs> to go and visit Donald Trump. Let, let me tell you this about Lil Wayne, sorry, because I'm just going to be honest. Lil Wayne was, is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Lil Wayne in his prime yeah. gave us gold. However, the Carter Five mm-hmm. was crap. Yeah. Which I think that was his last tape. The Carter Five was crap. Um, his dreads, his hair is falling out. Yeah. He is looking the way that he's behaving. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he's going out. And like a lot he's of legends as well. Sad. A lot of legends are going out sad. He's going Kanye. out really, really sad. Kanye as well. But Kanye too, he's in, he's enjoying his own one. A lot of legends are going out sad. Ice and it's, dis- it's disappointing for Fandle the win. melting. Ice, Ice Cube. No, well, Ice Cube. Mm, we'll come back to that one. 50 Cent. Yes. 50 Cent. 50 Cobble. A huge, 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 huge coon. But no, but 50 Cent's been consistent. He has been. He's been consistent. For me, where I start getting worried for some black men is that from when Chelsea Handler is educating herself more than you? Yes. Oh my God. Chelsea even said, she had to apologise for it though, but she even said that like, you're black and you're doing this. <laughs> no, no, no. You can laugh at it, but fam, for, for them for them white people say that to you, that means you're doing you're... something fucked up. You've moved for, for Chelsea Handler to say Chelsea you're black. Chelsea Handler, that was problematic as fuck. Right. But she's gone and she's still trying to do her small, She's small. still trying to do her, uh, yeah, she's trying to redeem herself. Fine, give, I'll give her that, that's fine. But for her to say to you, you're black and this is what you're doing, 50 Cent, you should just be so embarrassed. And a lot of, a lot of black, a, a lot of black men are going outside. Now let me tell you something that I find quite interesting. You probably don't remember. Do you see the way we dealt with Chrisette Michelle? Yes. When she sang at the inauguration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it brings us to that point where black women don't get away with anything. No. Not that we want 
her to have gotten away with that. But we but, just don't get the same grace. Right. We're not afforded the same grace. Like, black men can move mad consistently over and over and over and somebody will come to come and make excuses for, like, how can we leave them? They need our support. They Don't you need their support? Right. You fucking idiot. Right. Don't you need their support? Right. And then to think of how we cancelled Chrisette Michelle so quickly. Fam, some of you are even listening thinking, who is Chrisette Michelle? That, you don't know her because of what she did. That's so why. I think I'm just about over Be being your, your president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> like it's 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 a wild it show is, it is it is it is a wild show and i think a lot of people want to talk about taxes right they want yeah. to say that you know biden is proposing um i think something like 58 percent tax over 400k good i'm not gonna lie to you that's a lot yeah a lot of people are worried, thinking, oh my God, no, um, you know, that's a lot of tax. No, I'm definitely not voting Biden if the taxes are going to be that high. Do you have 400K? Oh. Do you have over 400K? Can you say it again, please? Do you have over $400,000, you bitch? Oh. You delusional bitch. Do you know how difficult <laughs> it is to even get to that amount? I'm yet to smell 100. <laughs> right. People are complaining because they, you earn 400k, you get you get 50% or 58% off that. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it is a lot. But fam, you're left with 200 and something. You're good. Yeah. You're better than 90% of the people. And this is after you've taken out your expenses, you fucking right. idiot. Right. So if after your expenses, which most people do everything under, if after that you still have 400k, you fam. should be you should be very happy. Oh. So I think for me, I th- it, it just goes to show how people aren't doing their research because 50 Cent will post a screenshot of, oh, look at the taxes. People who aren't aware, people who aren't smart are just going to be shocked by it and, and put off by it. But actually, do, do just do some two-minute research. Due yeah. dil- practice due diligence and go and do your research. Oprah, that has all mo- way more money, she could probably buy 50 Cent how many times over? Who is she voting for? Is she voting for Trump? No. Right. No, someone that should be concerned about what's happening with her money, she's not concerned. But it's fifty cent, and that's how you know he's probably going broke. You're probably not even earning as as much as you think. So, I think it's. I think I want everyone to do their research. All the American listeners as well. Please, please vote. Do your research and make the right decision, man. Because this under is, these circumstances, I mean, you have to choose between, as we keep saying, the lesser of two evils. But I'd rather you choose, you know, this one, and then we can be moving on from there and figuring out what kind of what society looks like here uh, thereafter. But Trump again. Again, a fucking gan? Do not, please. I'm begging you, do not. We know it's going to happen, but please try not to make it happen. Yeah. And uh, some good news, some good news. There's been a surge in the registration for black voters. So black black people in America are waking up. Fine, yeah, fine. but if they're going to go and vote the same way, if black men are going to go and vote the same way that 50 Cent and them men are voting, I don't want you <laughs> yeah, maybe, to vote. Yeah, maybe I don't should, want, yeah. I don't want maybe that surge. Maybe we don't want the vote. I, I don't want that surge. Fair please. enough, fair enough. But it is good to see that like a lot of the things that they've been doing online trying to get black people to vote or do you know trying to raise that awareness you remember when they did the stripper yeah the stripper go, go to the polls yeah at least it's working so it's do you know doing what? something i mean the strippers that you're ignoring you denigrate most of the time you have to go and bring their booty cheeks out to come and help you this time <sighs> but you know and again it's how we're relying on black women to come and again save the day yep. black women has to help we have to help and have to help everyone have some sense yeah it's a wild time it is it's a wild time it but it is what it is it is what it is. Anyway, let's get into the tarot for oh, yes, this the week tarot. then. We usually go straight into that. <laughs> so the tarot for this week is interesting. Mm. Um, I just said to Spirit, what's the message that you have for us for this time? Because child, like, you know, with the um the new lockdown, lockdown 2.0 that's, that's been announced for the UK, everyone's feeling some type of way. I've gonna, you know, the studio will shut from Wednesday 
I'm in my feelings about that a little bit, but I was expecting it. The thing is, I stay ready, so I never have to get ready. Do you get me? And I've been mm-hmm. saying to you a lot on this podcast, from when the first lockdown was happening, I was saying to you that there's going to be a next lockdown. There's going to be a second lockdown around November. I was very specific that it was going to happen around November. And Leona Nicole Black, when I went to go and watch her readings, again, she was backing that up, that everyone be prepared. And I saved her thread in my bookmark. So when it was announced, I, I loaded up that thread with a quickness, because the thing is... There are black women out here who are investing their time spiritually. While you are all making your fucking stupid jokes, you fucking dickheads that write for your stupid fucking publications. While you're all doing that, black women are out here investing in their spirituality, taking time to learn more so we can be of service to everybody else and advise the way forward. So even when people thought I was being mad when I was at the studio and I was saying to the teachers, look, you're only going to be able to enjoy this from August to maybe um, no, beginning of November, but be prepared for this studio to close. Everyone was looking at me like, oh, I don't think there's going to be a second lockdown. I said, okay, cool. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I trusted in the messages that I was receiving when I was doing my tarot card pulls. And, you know, here we are in it. Here we are. So anyway, I said to Spirit, like, what is the message that you've got for us at this time? And it says, uh, the first card that came out is Four of Cups. So people are sulking. And I'm one of them, don't get me wrong, because when you can't see the clear way forward, it's easy to kind of get into your emotions and be like, fuck this, like, fuck everything. Like, people are slowly wanting to kind of sink back into a depression because it's like, what what is the way out of this? I don't understand any of what's going on. And for some people, there's that, it feels like heartbreak as well. It feels like being, not being able to control the, um, the outcome of things. Maybe some... Um, ventures, maybe some creative pursuits. For some of you, it's traveling that you've had your um, heart set on. That's been thrown thrown to the side, like, well, that's not happening right now. So there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion and a lot of it feels mental as well, because if we're saying four of cups, we've got that emotional aspect. And then we've got three of swords, which is a mental space, just being so um, disheartened that raw, what am I, what can I do then? What can I do if this is how everything is playing out? And for some of you in the relationship sense, you were really hoping to use this time to build relationships, to go on more dates, to meet people. And it's like, well, no, get the fuck inside. It can feel like a lot, but the card that comes out is a major arcana card. The lover's card is the card that comes out as a major arcana. So the first two cards that I described to you were minor arcana. So more like day-to-day energies or helping us to frame this conversation. But then the major arcana comes out to tell us about the energy that's moving through this time. We are being aligned. We are being spiritually aligned to what will serve our highest good. The things that will bring us closer to our own divinity, that will bring us the love that we truly desire, which is the love of self first and foremost. Because before you start looking for love outside, it's recognizing that everything you're looking for outside already exists within you and what's playing out for us in the global um um, arena um is a kind of projection of the inner turmoil that we have as a global society and what this is doing is it's moving us closer to emotional spiritual um, maturity to our um divine maturity it's allowing us to grow in ways that we wouldn't have expected literally when i look at the four of cups and the hand because i'm using the uh, crystal banner kaleidodope deck right so we see this hand it's a black hand and it's moving cups out of the way while usually you would read this as somebody moving away all the invitations that they're getting for their cup to be filled when they're moving away all of the things um, that will bring them emotional fulfillment what i'm reading this as is that that hand is almost god's hand moving distractions 
out of our way because some and I said it on the podcast before some of you lot did not learn from the first lockdown in terms of where your your where your path where you're being called to self drag where you're being called to, you're still like, no, I'm going to stay here because this is where I'm needed and I need to do all of these things. And so what's happened now is God's like, no, no, let me give you a second reminder. And all of those distractions have been cleared out of your way. And so you're in your feelings, three of swords, upset about it because you're like, well, what am I meant to do now? What am I meant to do now that you've moved all of the things out of the way? It's moved out of the way so you can see a clearer path before you. So you have more of um, a clearer channel to your deeper self, your higher self, more of an understanding of what's actually spiritually aligns with you. And um, the advice that comes from spirit is the nine of swords in reverse. Stop, um, just stop agonizing over this. Stop like stressing yourself out about it because if you truly believe that you're divinely held, if you truly believe in the love of spirit, if you truly believe that the universe has got you, that you are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars, you are made of literally the same thing that makes the the, the moon, the stars, like you are made of the same stuff. You are made of God stuff. Do you think that God would now bring you this far to then abandon you? That's fucking stupid, you know? So you're being told not to stress out about it, no matter how bleak things may look. And I know obviously like, you know, it might sound like, oh, this is being said from a privileged place. Like some people are worrying about where they're going to get food. You know, if, if they're laid off work, what's going to happen with those things? You will be provided for in one way or another. Like we have to have a community focused um, outlook at this time. If you've got a bit of money and you can spare some money, start looking at community initiatives that you can get a bit, give a bit of money to just so someone can buy their child some fucking food because this government does want to provide them food but the same motherfuckers still want the children to go to school nursery university but just last week they voted against providing food during the holidays so they can't talk about boris and his stupid scruffy muffly bitch self was on tv talking about oh um that we have to care for the education of our children wait motherfucker you care about the education of the children but you don't want to feed them so they have the concentration span to be able to take in what they're being told you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You and your severe dandruff, you little bitch. Anyway, that's for so. That's for suck your mum. I'm moving ahead of myself. But you know, we have to have a global and we have to have a community focused um, outlook as we move forward. Now, if you can in any way, if you feel like you've got a bit and you can spare it, please do look at the um, people that you can help with, even if it's just like fifteen pounds a week or something like. And if you feel like you're somebody that does require help, look at the initiatives that are around at the moment and let them know because we can't continue to suffer in silence especially if your mother's like please we we don't want you to now um, go and take your own life because you feel like there's no help out there for you like even if the government want to move mad there are community initiatives that can help in some way or another and so we've got to amplify and boost um those things that are out there but ultimately get out of your own head get out of your own way this is you know this is your time to figure out where it is that you want to be headed. From the Caroline Miss archetype deck, the first card that flew out was the full card. It says here, light attribute, fearlessly revealing emotion, helping people laugh at absurdity and hypocrisy. Shadow attributes, using humour to wound rather than liberate, denial of your emotional truth. And I will say for the sake of transparency that this feels like a self-drag because mm. I, I was literally saying to Sadiq before we started recording today that I feel like at this time I'm required to bring some uh, comic relief to the timeline because um, while I'm um, I'm highlighting the hypocrisy of the government 
and of the system and the society that we live in. But I also understand that there's a line that I must tow where it's not just making banter for the sake of just letting jokes fly or that it will get me retweets or anything like that. I have to check in with myself regularly that I'm not letting ego go ahead of me and I'm misusing the talents that God has given me. It's a very specific sort of talent where you can see something and flip it with dark humour to highlight and at the same time bring people hope. So this, and I know that I'm the astrological transits that I'm having at the moment is asking me to settle down a bit like don't rebel for the sake of rebelling make sure that what you're doing can actually benefit the collective good and you're not just out here effing and blinding and cussing people out for the sake of it make sure that you're using the talents that you have been given for the benefit of as many people as possible not to feed your own ego and the next card that comes out again, self-drag, is visionary. And it says here, light attributes, capacity to envision what is not yet conceivable to others, willingness to proclaim a vision without regard for personal gain, shadow attributes, selling insights to the highest bidder, compromising your vision to make it more acceptable. This feels like it's calling to me, like this whole reading feels like it's calling to me, you know, to understand that, again, when you're gifted in a particular way, to be able to see things, because like I said, I'd, I'd said that this was going to, how this was going to play out, but some people will see that, corporations will see that, and they want to come and suck that out of you for their own personal gain, and that's why I said, like, come 2021, I'm doing less of the um, sponsored posts and things like that because most times they don't really align with the things that I want to say. Like I want to say it as it is, but I'm going to have to dilute that to meet um, these brand uh, deliverables. And I don't really want to be doing that um, going forward. So it's making sure that you're using the gifts that you've been given, not to benefit things that will continue to uphold systems that are oppressive, but using it so it can benefit the community that you reside within. And at the end of the day, I'd be nothing without the community that believes in me you know so it's important to always remember that and I would be nothing without spirit and my ancestors are supporting me so all the time I've got allowed it up for them all the time I've got to send the redirect the praise back to them like I would not be doing this I'm merely for me a vessel to talk the things but I can't put myself at the forefront of talking to things because then the message becomes fucked and it's me projecting my ego into what I'm being told so then from the spiritual seasoning from for the soul card deck um the first card is even at your lonely um even at your loneliest you are never alone the next card that came out said when making a decision consider which option makes your heart smile third card that came out said forget the word failure even exists do your thing so the message is just there you're not failing you're not failing no matter how weird everything looks like right now understand that things will fall in place in such a divine way that nobody who's alive can deny the fucking greatness of god that watch god is a god of impossibility where these fucking humans right now are trying to tell you well this is what we're doing and there's no money for this and there's no money for that and this is how our society is and you've just got to deal with it god said bitch nah <laughs> we're not dealing with any fucking thing everything's going to get turned upside down inside out because you will not override what i have what i have foretold for the people that believe in me that's i'm just going to let you know that from the jump you know god's on crud god is on crud the ancestors are on crud because by fire and by force we must have a new world realized for us that benefits us all not just a few that are complaining about taxes that benefits us all so yeah that's the reading for this week i guess how are you feeling Ooh. 
I just I got stuck on God is on crud because <laughs> <laughs> that that spoke to me more than anything because I I feel that sometimes but no that four card was was brilliant it was just like we spoke about I always think it's so weird when we talk about some things and then like the card pops up yeah because we always talk about how like we always make a joke out of everything yeah I guess this is how we, how we were brought up there's always a light there yeah like I remember <coughs> talking to you. Well, back in your twenties, back in your back in those days when you were in uni or whatever, or just yeah. come out of uni, and like you would be so upset about something, and you'd be crying, and you were the first person to taught me to cry and laugh at the same time. Yes, you would cry, and then all of a sudden you're just laughing at something. It's part of the story <laughs> you're still telling me, but we're laughing at that story. So I think it's 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 definitely a good trait to have. But just like the card, I guess suggests sometimes it can be not ideal. Yeah, or it can be used in the in the in the wrong way. But um, yeah, no, that full card was. That was something. Yeah, it's literally, literally about reading. I, feel like I always tell a story. I didn't need to. Sorry, I didn't need to bring up the fact that I used to cry on the phone to me. I don't know why. But it's relevant. It is, I guess. It is but relevant. It's, like, it's because personal. I feel like some people just proper feel like, oh, you're so strong and like nothing ever faces you. No, I'll cry my eyes out. I and laugh then, at the same and time. then I laugh because Good. everything's ridiculous, and I've got to be able to show the like the hilarity of some of the tragedies that we find in life. Fair. But it's towing that line because, you know, some people are really going through it and they can't see what you can see. So it's about, read the room. <laughs> Ololi said, how many rooms do you want me to, <laughs> to read? Honestly. Some of them are not in the same room as they're you. Not. They're, talking, they're not in the same house. They're not in the same house. Talk Fuck off. Room. About read the room. <laughs> are we Are we even in the same area code? Please move. Oh, but you got creative with it last week, though. Was it last week or this week? Jesus, whatever. Where you were like, oh, to Kim Kardashian, I hope someone bought you an alphabet book so you can read it. <laughs> Oh, that one stung. That stung. That's the one that we're Because actually... it's, it's, it's top level banter, but it's yeah. it's the banter that stings. Like You obviously know so they're joking, yes. but it stings still. Because the, a well-timed read. <laughs> yeah. A well-timed, well-constructed read where you're just like, Bang! and you go, not a long thread, no, no, just no, a few words. No, just that straight away. But Kim Kardashian, just she was airing all those tweets. She continued. She does not care. And you know what? Fair enough. Baby girl. Use your energy as you want to. Fair I think what, she's Scorpio, innit? She's not Libra. Is she Libra? I no, can't she can't remember. be Scorpio. Her birthday was ages no, ago. Uh, yeah, her birthday was ages yeah, ago. Yeah, so yeah. Libra, Libra. But she gives that sort of energy like, I will do what I want. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm sharing it with the girls. But we'll talk about that um, shortly. Anyway, that's done. So let us go to big up um, our show sponsors. Let's do that and get Ooh. that out of the way. Big up our show sponsors who this week are Express VPN. Birat Bek. So, ExpressVPN, the baby girls and baby boys and baby non-binaries at ExpressVPN are sponsoring this week's episode. Have you watched Social Dilemma? Yes, 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 where they explain why we're all going crazy. Yeah, see, I haven't watched it yet, but I was um, looking at, like, the premise of all of it. And I know that in in it, they talk about, um, some tech insiders talk about how social media is engineered to exploit users' data for profit. Mm-hmm. And they call it, like, surveillance capitalism or something. Yep. Um, so, Selling our data. Yeah. So, you know, normal capitalism, I'm still... Mm, <laughs> but um, every time I go to, you know... I go online I don't want to have the high, you know that sort of idea that my data has been harvested by mm. so tech billionaires can get even richer um, to me that's a bit rough anyway 
that's why you have to put a layer of protection around the data that you put on X, uh, that you put out on the internet with ExpressVPN. So every time you use the internet, big tech companies uh, mine your data by tracking your searches, messages, and video history. Uh, but when you run ExpressVPN on your device, it hides your IP address, which websites can use for to personally identify you. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. You still need to be careful with what you share on social media, but ExpressVPN can make your web browsing more anonymous. That does not mean you should use it to go move mad and be talking crud to people. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and prying eyes. Many VPNs slow down your internet, but ExpressVPN does not. It's incredibly fast and easy to use. So just one tap on that button and you're protected. So if you don't like the idea of tech companies exploiting your personal information, then visit expressvpn.com slash straws right now. And you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash straws. To protect your data, go to expressvpn.com slash straws to learn more and go and enjoy your internet life. Anyway, let's move on to Share Your Magnificence. So this week on Share Your Magnificence, um, first letter here from Marlena Biata. It's funny that you sent me how to pronounce your name, Biata, because I understand Polish, baby girl. So <laughs> thanks. Anyway, dear Kalechi, my name is Marlena Biata, pronounced Marlena Biata, and I'm a long-time listener of your podcast. Ever since my beautiful friend Lawrence has introduced me to your splendor and glory, listening to SYM has been a part of my weekly rituals. I admire your creativity, confidence, and the lightness in which you carry yourself in this world full of fuckery and madness. You always lift me up, and I wish you more blessings and more well-deserved gifts in every solar return. I love a strong feminine role model which is why today I want to nominate the incredible women behind the Polish women's strike for Share Your Magnificence. As you may know, the Polish government hates its citizens. Yep, I know. Particularly those who happen to be owners of wombs. Yep, true. On October 22nd, they passed a new law effectively imposing a total abortion ban, including cases of fetal abnormality. Um, In practice, this means that abortions can only be performed if the uterus bearer can prove that they are pregnant through rape or that the pregnancy is life-threatening. To give a bit more context, access to birth control in Poland is very limited and there is little to no prenatal support. Maternal wards are filled with newborns whose parents could not take care of them, but were forced to carry through pregnancy and birth. Doctors and midwives are now in fear of treating pregnant people as potential miscarriages may lead to investigations, imprisonments and loss of medical license. It is an absolute disgrace and the fact that the authorities have the audacity to bring God and the so-called Christian values into this mess is truly maddening. As I'm writing this, thousands of Polish women, men and non-binary folk are holding a sixth Uh, sixth night of protests, blocking all traffic, disrupting parliamentary meetings and protesting in Catholic churches across the country. These people are amazing and they do not fuck about. During today's press conference, they surely did not hold back with their demands, making radical statements and calls for real change, respect and justice for all. The protest has been incredibly inclusive, fighting for the rights of not only women, but all womb bearers, LGBTQ plus rights and better treatment of people living with disabilities. The women initiating the national strike 
have done so with an utmost di uh, dignity, gracefulness and bravery. They have somehow found light and a sense of humour in the face of adversity, harassment and police brutality. Watching them makes me proud of my heritage and optimistic about what the future brings for the next generation. It is inspiring to see people finding courage to stand up for their, to their spiritual leaders and policymakers, walking hand in hand for days without a break, fighting for social justice and human rights. I believe the protesters deserve a massive shout out and I can only wish to see more of it in the years to come whilst praying it won't be necessary sending you love and light God bless you Marlena two slaps on your chest Marlena and two slaps on the chest of, of the uh, Polish women's strike because um, you know you're, you're doing what needs to be done mm -hmm. have you seen that video in, in, in um, Warsaw yeah they're not playing around Vashava they are not playing around mm. and it's 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 great that everyone it's sad that people actually need to leave their house and protest abortion rights yeah but it to see that many people did you see how they're blocking the roads yes i'm like you guys need to continue in 2020 women still have to fight it, even in um, um ireland was it when they asked for the repealing of um some of their uh constitutions like what the fuck are you doing telling me i can't go and have an abortion what's your business what is this about and then when the children come this is like literally when we were talking about last week when the children come you man don't want to look after them but you must force it and this is what's so interesting to me about islamophobic people right islamophobes they'll swear up and down that islam is so restrictive it's so horrible it's so this is so that the christianity that you're taking up and down up and down this um, the christianity uh, christian evangelicism that you're doing up and down up and down this catholic um catholic um belief that you have uh, is it not restrictive right just as restrictive. Right. I I've always make this point. I say if things were the way they were now, but only that men got pregnant. Yeah. We would be able to go to the chemist and get an abortion at the chemist. Yeah. We would be able to... The supermarket. We would be able to get an abortion pill at Sainsbury's. Yes. Do you get what I mean? And it, I find it, it's just so mind-boggling to me that we debate what a woman should do with her body... It's crazy. It's mad. It's, it's literally... It's crazy. Just, femme presenting people because we see what happens with um trans women yep. um a trans men even but the moment that you break out of the binaries that have been pro provided for you mm -hmm. and that or you're told that um or you break out of like cisness um or cis um, normativity there's there's drama yeah there's drama so that's why i really appreciate that marlena was like here like womb um people who have wombs yes because we're finding that even um trans men that still you know that have they still wombs, have wombs and they can still give back okay now that's 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 that's, that's what i'm fine. saying yeah. uh, but, but, womb bearers it just sounds funny it womb. sounds right yeah funny, womb, womb but, bearers but i get it i get why it's womb bearers because, because you can be a womb bearer but you might identify as a trans man right which is totally fine and you're still under the same restrictive of course um, um policing of what is that is that uterus Yes. that drives everybody crazy like oh <laughs> you've got you've got tubes you've got fallopian tubes oh, girl <laughs> you're not going to be able to use them unless i tell you to i think it's like even when it comes to sex education like i went to a catholic school you went to a catholic school mm -hmm. primary school yeah um no saint thomas's was also catholic Okay, we didn't do we, <laughs> uh, we did not do any Catholic thing. The only reason why I said primary school is because at least we did the hymns and we sang the songs. In so you Saint, never went to church in Saint Thomas. Yeah, maybe sometimes we went to church. Saint Thomas was a we don't even need to get Saint Thomas was a horrible, horrible school. School failed me, but yeah. We'll, we'll call it Catholic from now. Yeah, but Notre Dame, very much Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Notre Dame, they were just like, yeah, no, like we were going to. It was a nunnery, no? 
it used to be. Oh, okay. But yeah, our, our um, head teacher was a nun. And when it came to sex education, like them man did not want to teach you anything <laughs> other than keep your legs closed. Yep. That is none of your business. Mind your business. You have sex, you'll die. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're a sinner and you'll be flogged. <laughs> and whatever happens to you after that, after you take part in that, it was on it's your on own t- head be it. So yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't great for giving people the education that they um, required um, to be able to navigate the world really. So I just I just find it funny how the narrative that's run for Christianity and especially uh, for Catholicism is very different to the one that people give to um, other kind of I guess um, religions, but specifically Islam. Uh, Islam. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Oh, they're covering their face and covering their heads, but nuns cover their heads as well and cover their body up and down. There, so. was, a, there was a hijabi girl that said that um, when she was walking into the abortion clinic, them, the protesters were even saying, you too. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you get me? It's imagine. A, can you imagine that? It's it's really, really... And it made me laugh because it's like, they re- they understand that that religion is, do you get me? That yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, what that religion abides by. Yeah. And then they want to use it against her as she's yes. going into the clinic. I thought, wow. But focus on your own religion. Right. And, and if the people. Vatican wasn't such a big business, you Poland wouldn't be able to do what it's doing now. Mm. Like, fam, you lot are living in poverty. You lot are living in poverty in so many areas, and it's and it's wombs that you want to be policing. Oh, Instead please. of you to tell your government to release the money that they're getting from the European fucking Union, you're not doing that. But you want to come and focus on uterus. You're mad. Crazy. You're mad. And I hope that they continue to, to do civil disobedience and com- and continue with this unrest. Really because really and But there's, can you see, like, everywhere around the world, upheaval, 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 because this cannot continue to run. We can't continue to just have all of this fucked up shit and be told that this is governance and this is the way that society More is. governance. Um, right, and we must accept it. We're not accepting any fucking thing, fam. Everything needs to change. So big up yourselves, uh, the women, um, and just everyone not just um uh, the women's strike but everyone who's supporting the women's strike and and is out there saying what needs to be said because mm. i know that even um in poland they try to pass some mad um anti-lgbtq plus rights um, or uh, laws rather recently so take everyone drag everybody tear everybody singlet tear everything everyone, everything. beat them enter the same trouser with them deal with them mm-hmm. and shout out to the people protest i don't think people i think we just throw around the word the word protest without deep in what it involves protesting is difficult yeah it's it's physically taxing it's mentally just as taxing yeah so uh, you know i can be here saying yeah shout out to the protesters that are doing it but it is hard it's hard work so yeah like i think you know if, if you're doing it if you're committed to it then yeah definitely big you up but it's a commitment it's, it's a, a big it's commitment. a big deal hope you're wearing crocs the, uh, what is it with crocs <laughs> no sign I, I i don't think we've ever had this come you know i hate crocs why i think i they, they're not fashionable. But you're rude because you have a pair of like clog looking mules that you wear. I don't know what you're talking about. They're the one with no back. Is it green khaki sort of look, a closed toe situation? You're talking about my Birkenstocks? Yeah. No, but you need to go and look at Birkenstock sandals. I hate Birkenstocks. <laughs> How can you hate Birkenstocks? I hate like them because I feel like they're for people with a high instep. Like it hurts the, it hurts my midsole. I don't like them. I bought some gold. I've got, I've got I've, that's, that's probably a good point. I've got flat feet. So I've, that works, right? Yeah, but I've got like fairly flat feet. They curve a bit. Yeah, they go but up a bit. Mine's are mine are like flat to the ground. So those Birkenstocks are perfect for me. I, I don't know hate what... them. Oh gosh. But no, I do, like your one that you've got. That's not the one I got. But the one I got was like the classic pair, and I got them in gold. I wore them 
tops twice up and down the street and i and i've not touched oh them God. since i thought I... you were gonna say you took them off of the street <laughs> <laughs> you know me i could have easily you done, could have that. done that i just got another shoe boy i hate them oh no whereas crocs are so comfortable and so lovely and now i I've hate that it. more people are wearing it as well yeah more and more people are wearing Dwayne crocs. wade wore it someone said yeah, yeah but did that. you notice collection he wore it for halloween i said Good one. Whoever said that to you, good. I said you tried it because <laughs> the charms that he's put on those Crocs, that lets me know he's a regular Croc wearer. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my charms to arrive. I've got oh, different sorry. charms I've ordered to put in the little holes of my Crocs. Oh gosh, I'm anti-Crocs. And I know you've, you're even forcing Lev to do it as well. I feel like you should, your son should have a say. Well, but that's fine. For now, he will do as I say. <laughs> <laughs> and as I do. So he'll wear those little Crocs. But when he goes out to play, he wears, he wears his trainers anyway. I've got him so many shoes. He doesn't even appreciate it. He's got like cute Dr. Martins. I really should just like really start doing up fashion with him. The fact that he can only wear it once. Yeah. He's only got to wear it once. Yeah. It's like, fair enough. But it's it's cute. It's cute. It's cute or whatever. You'll donate them after, right? No. I'm sorry. Energy. Wow. Bad energy. Stay far away. I at least thought for the podcast you would say no yeah I will donate no no nobody's touching any clothes that my body have touched or my child's body has fine, touched fine fine I I'm... believe in recycling but fam I'll burn it fine I you see I thought I feel like you would have felt that way if it was to take something else from to take something from someone else to put on Lev oh I feel the same way Fair. I mean he Lev doesn't wear any other any people I remember when um, he, I think he was either first born or was about to be born and a couple of people messaged me and they were like oh um, my family has this and it's virtually unused and I just wanted to they send it over they love saying that it's pretty much anyway, not used yeah it's, so, it's almost brand new <laughs> I just wondered if you wanted it and I'm just like why do you lot keep forgetting that I'm Nigerian why do you keep Honestly. forgetting that? And not just that I'm Nigerian, but fam, first and foremost, I'm Yoruba, you know. I know that my name's Igbo, but remember who brought me up. Yes, a, a Yoruba woman. A Yoruba we woman. We are very superstitious. Hey! Just like we were saying the other day, like I'm, I'm truly fear that, I don't even know why, but I truly fear people want to poison me. When, when you're, I think it's a Nigerian, if you're, if you're Nigerian and you don't fear that people want to poison you, then you're you not were, really I Nigerian. Know, yeah, I don't know how you were you're, I feel then. like that should even be part of the citizenship honestly, test. Honestly, like, honestly. And then I should ask you there. So if, do you, and if somebody offers you free food, what are they likely to do? Option A, poison you. <laughs> B, poison, poison you. you. <laughs> because there is only, I, I just, I just feel, as soon as someone says, oh my God, Sidi, do you want some? I'm like, no, no. no. No and way. I never thought that we'd get to this point where you want to poison me. And they're like, no, I'm just offering you food. I'm like, no. The amount of arguments has started at my workplace because obviously I work with loads of white people. They're looking at me like, what is wrong with you? You don't want to try the food? I'm like, no, I don't. No. I don't. And why did you just offer it to me so freely? Why are you so? Why are you forcing it down my neck now? I, whereas me, I love offering people food. But it's oh, yeah, like, I like oh, I know that I'm not going to kill you. But then I guess everyone else feels, it feels the same that same way, way yeah. as well. But no, you can never be too, be too sure. Someone no, I've had to there. think about that a lot recently, yeah. like and boundaries and things like that. Definitely. But like we uh, were talking about before, from now on, when I order things, I'm just going to order in a different name. All my all my appointments, hotel bookings, everything, I'm now going to have an alias. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to call myself Benzema Punanya. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's not going to do, that's not going to do anything for you. But I tell you, it's, it's still a good, it's still a good idea to go by an alias because we always talk about like people that are serving us and everything. Like, look, 
we all work in industries. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like the people that, you know, some of the people that I, I hope they don't do it anymore, but might send you hate or say horrible things. Yeah. They work in hotels. They do food. Get, these are, these people do normal things. So yeah. it is perfectly fine for you to not want to sh- tell people who you are. Yeah. Because people might want to poison you. Yeah. And they have my address as well. Right. And I feel like when it comes to addresses, like I'm such an incredibly like, I know that it's almost to the point of neurosis. I'm such a private person. Ooh. You know me like, I hate people just even hinting at invading my space. Oh, yeah. So I only kind of tolerate it if it's for like a service provider. But even then, I don't like it. Like DPD drivers will come and drop something off for me. There was one DPD driver that came one day. He gave me the package and he was like, oh, I love what you do. I said, yeah. Oh, no. Throw the whole DPD DPD away. Throw the whole courier away. (laughs) Throw it away. Please. Because you know what it is? As sweet as that is, yeah. Like, I always fix myself. If I was a DPE driver and I, let's say I, I was delivering something to a, a famous celebrity or someone that yeah. I admired, I would be sure to not let them know that. Yes. Do you get what I mean? As much as I'm giddy inside, yeah, I just yeah. wouldn't want to let you know that I'm a fan of you because yeah. I know where you live. I know that where you reside. It, that is it. So it's I don't such a big feel, deal to know where someone lives. I don't want to feel like, oh, you now know where I live and you can bring your boys and you can bring your homies. Like, oh, she just lives over here. Come yeah, and see come, her. And a lot of people get offended. They're like, oh, so what, what do you think I'm going to do if you're just, no, 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 it's not even just that. Think about it. If 10 people know where I live and something happens to me, I am now going to look at 10 people differently. Yes. I don't want to have to put you in that position where I'm considering you to have done something yeah. bad to me or my yeah. house. You get what I mean? Yeah. So it's protecting everybody. Let yeah. me not have you as a, as a suspect. Yeah. So And when I saw that tweet the other day, even when someone was like, oh, um, um, somebody ordered something for me, from me and I put my discharge in their food because <laughs> I don't like them. I thought, but somebody legit wrote this. Somebody with a business that gives people food legit wrote that. this. They did that. They did that. I don't want food ever again. No, 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 no. And I'm like that as well. And like I was saying to you, I, I'm very, I don't want to like influence how you feel about certain things. If you want to buy food from people, that's totally fine. But you notice I don't buy food from anybody. No, I'm not. I don't I'm buy food from anybody. Because I just, you know, I don't I, buy like, food from anybody. That's what mummy was pulling me up about the other day. Mummy was like, you, um, um, warrior, black business supporter. <laughs> at some point, it's every black business in this every, London that you must support. That you must support. <laughs> Kelechi, Oh God. I shed you knee. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, okay, fine. But she's, she, you know, sometimes you have to look at what mum say and clock that there is a point no, to true. it. And especially when it comes to food, she's like, fam, stop doing that. She's like, one day you'll live somewhere. Maybe you'll have gitted place. And, you know, they can't just become in anyhow. But for now, Minimal, going, yeah, don't. Go and use Sorry. a separate address. And I mean, you know, you, you the, the address can pop up in various places because you have to always register in this company, uh, country and they they surveil you like a motherfucker. But still, I just feel like, I don't even know how we got onto this subject, but I just, to me, it's it's about protecting your um peace and I'm not donating. Oh, we were talking about recycling and donating yeah, 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 things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when it comes to things like that, mm-mm. No, 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 no recycling. No. no, I'm not giving you my child's clothes. Like I can probably save it for the, uh, if I were to have another child. But even yeah. that's looking for me. I, t- I honestly did not enjoy the whole process of pregnancy. So if it, <laughs> if I were to do it again, I'd really have to, you know, really, really want to. You'll be fine. They say they always say two is the same as one. Or is it is that or is it three is the same as two? What the hell? No, they say they always say like once you have one, when you start having another one, then you'd be all right. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know about all of that. Like, you just become a professional at it. I don't want to process. become a professional childbearer, <laughs> to be honest. You become a Kate, a Kate Middleton. 
every, popping them out every year. Every year, here we go. She's calmed down now. This is the first year she hasn't given us a child. Don't tempt her. <laughs> Don't tempt her. The year is not over. Like, I'm sure they've been fucking during this whole pandemic. Oh, no, but he's not like me. To say, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I actually think during this time they probably had a lot of time to be doing a lot of stuff. You think so? Yeah. When he's got his extramarital affairs, maybe that's where he's been spending his time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. I thought that was his But dad. he must have energy while well, father like son. But he must have... Um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, I think he's got... <laughs> I think he's got a lot of um, energy because for you to be creating children with this person, meanwhile, you still have time to be wiggling your willy elsewhere. Boy. Who? The curious case of William and he's wandering William. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a lot. It's, it's uh, yeah, honestly, let's get, anyway, let's get back to Shea Magnificence, but boundaries, boundaries is what I'm thinking of now. And that's why, yeah, with energy. That's word of the year for me, boundaries. Yeah, yeah. with energy. I'm just like, nah, fam, nah, I can't be doing it. But yeah, I'm going to create an alias. I have to find a good one, a good one and create an email address for it and everything and everything I'm going to order from there now. Um, Benzema Panania. Benzema Panania. Benzema Panania. So if you get an order from me that says Benzema Panania, then you know who it is. Okay, but you see, why are you doing that now? <laughs> what you now you've just ruined the whole thing that we built. <laughs> so that's not an alias then. <laughs> it's not an alias if you've told everyone. Why? It's provocative. <laughs> it's intolerable. <laughs> no, that's just the red herring. Obviously, that wouldn't be. I wouldn't announce the alias on the on the she might podcast. Said, oh, I'm going to create an alias, and if you see this alias, you know it's me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, it'll be something very plain. I'll choose oh. like a, such an unseasoned name. Sarah, you, Sarah Bateman. That even seems a bit spicy, like Bates Motel. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just it'll, it'll be so it'll be so bland. Fair. It'll be so bland. Mary, mother of Joseph. Something like that. <laughs> mother of Joseph will be the surname all in one word. But I'll figure it out. But I know that an alias is due because people, everyone's mad. Everyone's mad. When I saw that tweet, I said, nah, no, never again. <laughs> never again. Anyway, so next. Um, oh, interesting. This letter is called Discipline and Boundaries. Ooh. On topic. Yep. My girl, the card reading this week dragged me. Hi, Kalechi. You are a constant and stable guide and I will always say thank you for this. Context. An ex I went out with probably about eight years ago resurfaced typically on WhatsApp with the usual hey and then proceeded to say he missed me and missed my kisses. Yada, yada, yada. I proceeded to remind him that he was the one who separated us because he didn't want a commitment. But lo and behold, six months later and I found out he was engaged. When I challenged at the time... Um, he apologized and said things just happened. Anyway, long story short, they split up last year when he first sent the hey message and proceeded to tell me they'd split up. Um, back to now, I'm asked. Um, I asked him exactly what he wanted from me because my goals have not changed and my goals aren't his goals. The reason for this long-winded explanation is that I have been low-key chatting to a lovely guy who is nice, single, etc. When the ex texted, you see why your message was relevant? Stay the hell away is telling me because the devil is trying it. These past few months, I've been trying to... Um, trying but grateful for the distraction when I listen to you and Sadiq and um, the recording is a different level of energy with both of you and I love it. But can I just make a quick point? If an ex of eight years ever comes back and says they miss you, that's not the ex, that's the devil. (laughs) 
No, 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 no. That's why the devil card probably yes, came up. Yes, there we go. Because we spoke we speak about this all the time. You know, we a lot of people imagine the devil as a person. The devil works through people. Yeah. The devil was working in your ex. Because how can you, eight years ago, and he misses your kisses? My kisses? After eight years? You still remember my kisses after eight years? But I know these lips are juicy, but you're fucking mad. Absolutely. Eight years. Oh, my God. You know, you get those texts. When you get those texts, you're not meant to reply. You're meant to put the phone down. And you're, meant to, it's, you're meant to do like a day of fasting. A day of fasting and spiritual cleansing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that is a, it's a different... And it's, it's even the accessibility. It's even the fact that eight years on, you think I'm available? <laughs> the insult. <laughs> the insult. Boy. The uh, insult. Oh, God. Like you can, but people will always try. I remember one of my exes, when um, I think it was the chat shit get banged video w- went viral. Mm. He sent, I saw that he was in one of the message requests on Instagram. Mm. Um, Send me your number. I'm trying to call you. Why? <laughs> Why, though? But that's actually funny. You know you haven't changed your number. No. So that's actually, that's, that, that's funny, but that's... Just so my number is there. Yeah, But yeah. you're telling me, send me your number. I'm trying to call you. Why? But it's only Nigerian men that do that specifically. Like, they won't say... It wasn't even, hey, it wasn't anything. It was just like, send me your number. I'm trying to call... For Why? Who are you? Why? And people don't actually get, yeah, that if you... I, personally, I live by this saying, if you haven't spoken to me, if we've been distant for a minimum nine months to a year, you need to get to know me again. Yes. You need to get to re-know me. Yeah. So if you have not spoken to me in eight years, you do not... You don't know me. Fam, you just know my name. That's it. Legit. You don't know my name. <laughs> that is baby, all. Baby, baby, baby. Something, anyway. something, something. <laughs> you know, nobody ever knows the next part of that one. <laughs> a beg you come you come in here all the time and i usually make your fuck off but you see she's the one that we're talking about yeah those over familiar people that handle your food ah you see it comes you see comes it back. all comes it's back circle. it all comes back because if ever i picked up i went to that coffee shop and then she said to me oh no i know you prefer the full fat maker not the semi skin can i put this and i put that and i put this i'm never coming back again no but that's fine like you could tell me that you know my order because my local um deli they all know my order like oh she gets a decaf mocha okay coconut fine. milk oat milk and with, some, with some cbd oil they know how i roll <laughs> the CBD but oil makes me... if you now turned around and said to me oh you know and you come in here all the time and you know um i'd really like to get to know you better and that's why when i make your because she said when i make your coffee i add an extra bit of oh yeah yeah like, that's where said, i could miss that bit that's when i would have been like oh Oh, I, I need rebuke to find. you. Yes. I rebuke you I need to in the find. name of the most high. <laughs> because now if I turn down your advances, what would that little bit of something turn into? So you're right. You're not going to put it in anymore. You're going to decide to go and put something else. Right. So no. No more coffee for me. Thanks, guys. There we go. Never coming back here again. Mm-mm. No. So yeah. Um, when people resurface like that, they come back as a lesson, though. I think they come back as um, a lesson almost to check how far you've developed because there is um, particular transits that happen eight to nine years. So I know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm had one of those recently where literally things that happen from what I'm 34 now. So like things that happen like in my 20s, I'd say, um, 
I'm coming back to revisit the same themes. Mm. Do you trust yourself more? Are you still looking for external validation? Are mm. you still apprehensive about what God has in store for you? Because in my mid to late 20s, oh, I feel all of my 20s, all of my life, really. But I've always kind of been wary of, oh, maybe God doesn't love me. This is why bad things happen to me or what I perceive to be bad things mm. and all of that stuff. And only to get to now where I look back on literally all of those things and realise how they helped push me onto the path that I need. Like, if I blew in acting in my 20s i wouldn't be doing any of this now in fact i would have committed i would be the the editor-in-chief of moving mad magazine yep (laughs) i would i I would be a dickhead like (laughs) i always talk about being a dickhead in recovery but no i would be you think 50 cents a dickhead you are you don't know oh you don't know 24 year old me boy i would have shown you pepe I'll just show you Pepe. But so, yeah, I think that these lessons come back around to kind of just check in on you and be like, oh, so how what, how much have you learned? Are we still doing the same thing? Are you going to make the same mistake? Hi, maid. So where you made up? I see you got your made outfit on. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to be having my made outfit on no. all nine years later. No, I'll be looking stupid. No. Looking like a clown. But shout out to... Um... What what was her name again? I didn't say the name. Okay, yeah. Shout out to her anyways. Yes. For, for, for maintaining her ground, standing her ground and not falling back into old habits. And I think it's such a brave thing to kind of go, you know what? Um, these, these, I still want the same thing. And I'm not going to change that for you because sometimes I think women generally um, are tempted when the person comes back around to be like, oh no, you, you know, it's fine. I don't want to, I, t- I know yeah, I said I'll I want marriage. Yeah, I know I said I want marriage before, but I'm fine with us not getting married. It's fine. You know, you, you I'll go with what you want. It's good to still be like, no, I said, I want what the fuck I want. Yes. And yes. are you going to give it to me? No, then fuck off. Right. Maintain those standards. Yeah. Imagine even someone that can message you while they were engaged or, you know, whatever else. <sighs> That is a mad person. I remember listening to one episode of the Receipts podcast. I think it was a few episodes ago ago, where a girl wrote in and she was just like, oh... Um, I'm uh, basically she's a side chick and she's like I'm seeing this guy and um, but he's already um, he's got a long term girlfriend anyway while I've been seeing him he's um, proposed to her and they're looking to get a place together mm. and he's saying to me that he still cares about me and um, that he just wants to see this thing through <laughs> and rightfully Tolly and Audrey and Melena were like what do you mean see what, how do you see it through? What do you, what do you mean? Do you, do you, do you, what, what's killing me about this is that my man's going to, what, in 10 years time, he might have a 10-year-old and you will visit him and he said, no, I'm still seeing the whole thing through. <laughs> do you not understand seeing it through means me and you are never, this is this is it. But he was like, no, I just want to see this through too. To where? To where? To where? You're talking about it as if it's a group project at work. Right. Like, what are you seeing through? So you want, you want to get married? You want to see if the marriage works? <laughs> how would you determine how do we determine that you've bought a place together what do you mean you're seeing you just want to see where it goes i want to see where it goes i want to see it through oh it's the girl that wrote in though but anyway it's fine (laughs) (laughs) people have to write in i don't want to i'm not if if someone writes in i'm not ever going to make someone feel stupid for writing it because you you wrote in clearly it was on your mind it's on your heart fine i get it but come on look inside yourself when Look they when they read that yourself. when sometimes they read dilemmas and I'm driving in a car or whatever and I'm screaming. Usually I listen to um receipts if I'm cooking or sometimes when I'm going out for a run. Um but honestly I'm cracking up or sometimes if I'm driving, but I'm cracking up. But that dilemma, I screamed when they got to the part of oh, he said that he just wants to see if he can, you know, see this see it through. through. Oh, I said, I'm meant to say this. And they don't blink. No. They don't bat. Their voice doesn't quiver. Like, they say it with confidence. They say it with chest. Ooh. 
And so at that point, you don't slap them. Instead, you come and submit the dilemma. You to submit the dilemma. So did you not read the dilemma back to yourself and go, hmm, I don't... Because apart from doing apart from doing a spell check or grammar check, I would hope that you do an, like, just a, a check. A sense check. <laughs> yeah. sense check. Like, it's okay to say. I think sometimes we get a bit too... To, to the left we need to just tell people to get a bit of sense get, do you get what I mean have some respect yes, for yourself yes yes but no that was a juicy one that was a juicy one I don't think that you need to want one. much I don't think you need to like want a lot for yourself to not accept that yes do you know what I, I mean to me like I just don't like there is no dick in the world that makes it that, that you someone will say to you Look, I'm, I've been with her for years and yeah, we have, we just um, decided to get a place together and yes, we just got engaged, but I'm still trying to just see where this goes. I'm see just trying to, through. I just want to see it through. And then you heard that and you went, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So I love when, um you know, someone can have energy to go, hey, you're trying to pop back up, but let me just let you know, I still want all the same things that I want. Yes. But there's a new boo anyway. So it's just focusing on the new boo and letting this one, because uh, when good things come, it's like, I feel like some of these um guys have a radar mm. or like a detector that the moment her, good her things is, are happening, life is great, oh, gotta go, fuck it up. Let me gotta, step in, yep. Her life is going well. Mm. It must be like the fuck boy uh, radar. Yeah, the FBR. Um, and it just goes off and and they get like you know like um pull notifications on their phone <laughs> such and such is happy again yeah time to send them me- <laughs> send text message literally hey big head yeah. what would you like to send i think it goes down to like a time because like i said like on average you know if especially if you're like a person that's actually got things going every nine months something must be different in your life yeah Do you get what i mean yeah. so you know, for 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 him to come back after that long, after that much time, and then you know she's just like, "What are you? What do you want? What do you want? Do you get? I mean, of course, it's no surprise. It's the only surprise is that he thought he was genuinely gonna he had get a chance. somewhere. I don't know. Have I ever heard of a love story like that where it's like, yeah, I'm sure I've had a love story and they get together and they get together after eight years yeah. and they get married and then he would do oh, we the... all had to go away and grow. Yeah, we went away to grow and we've come back. No, you went out. What? That's what you did, and then. <laughs> You come back when you when, when you can't tired. when you can't get it up anymore. <laughs> when you're right, right. When you've run, when you've been ragged. all fucked out. That is when you come I'm back. All fucked out <laughs> over you. No, no, no. Sorry. I refuse. Sorry. You won't and bring sometimes your I said penis back to someone. Can you imagine? I live. I do live by the saying that you know how you get them is how you lose them. True. See, because how he was messaging with his wife and all of this and all of that, he will do the, the same. same. Yeah to you yeah they will do the same to you guys that, alicia anyway <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so no thank you for that and two slaps on your chest for standing your ground yes. baby girl thank you keep doing you because you have to protect your boundaries you have to protect your peace because other people will take any opportunity to just come and disrupt the thing can't let it happen cannot let it happen never um I think this is less letter from way, way back that I just somehow never got to. Where is it here? What's this? Um, another one. Hi, Kalechi. I hope you and your family are well. I am a Ben's Ponani womanism stan and follower, but legally, my name is Imani. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It took me a while to write because I didn't know where to start because I have a lot to say. I've summarised as much as I can, but the bottom line of this letter is to say, whatever your soul and heart yearns and prays for, I pray it shall be from your lips to God's ears. Amen. Thank you. Um, It may seem like hyperbole, but you changed my life. 
the timing of when I discovered your bad gal existence on Twitter and your podcast and the pod, uh, point I was at in life last year still amazes me. I was 30 years old, no clue who I was and struggling to fit in, be wanted, etc. March 2020, things hit home for me. I had an anxiety attack at work and this time I couldn't make it to the bathroom. I couldn't breathe or get up. I left the building in an ambulance and spent the night in hospital. I've been struggling with postpartum depression and anxiety for about eight years. It was something I was aware of at the back of my mind, but I coped with alcohol, sex and keeping myself busy, trying to fit in with the who is and um, who is who. But that ambulance ride and hospital uh, hospital stay saved my life. That ambulance ride and thereafter medical debt in life, um, a lifestyle in the US, that's when life for me started. Surely you would rather wait for an Uber to rush you to hospital to avoid the cost of the ambulance, lol, wild. Um, I have self-harmed and I've, um, I had made a goodbye video exactly a month before that. Then COVID hit and I've been home since March. In the part, last few months, everything I had listened to, um, in the last few months, everything I had listened to on your podcast came full circle. Mm. I listened to the episodes again and it's like now I could hear, understand and process your words. In addition to the podcast, your TED talk and your presence on social media just gave me the wings I needed to take off. I am 158 days sober today. Well, this was a while ago. I'm loud when I need to be and unapologetic about it. I'm speaking up. I know how to say no. The first one took courage. It was complete wahala because I shocked myself. I'm on an antidepressant and anxiety medication, actively participating in therapy. An amazing black woman who was has created a safe space physically and mentally for me. I rescued a German shepherd around June. He unfortunately might need therapy later because I talk to him a lot and he's my support animal amongst other things happening in my life. Um, your words, courage, resilience, the way you move from my lens has been, a, yeah, from my lens has been a huge part of who I am today. I look at myself now and I'm loving who I'm becoming. I don't even have to skip the tarot readings, LMAO. Um, I finally filed a report with the police. This was six years later after I was raped and I that I had the courage to do this. I'm still scared of this coming out um, to light because I come from a Kenyan community. It's scary for me because I will probably get backlash from my community reporting the rape. This is the same community which uh, will sit down to start a GoFundMe for a man who raped his daughter. If you have time, kindly read the situation I'm talking about in the news article below. I read it and it's vile. I'm slowly working to process a lot of things and I have a long way to go, but I'm taking one step at a time. The fear that's crippling me will become my saving grace. I'm learning to be patient with myself. Kelechi, beyond your success, I pray for God's divine love and favour over you, your entire generation, and may all the ancestors gather to align the path for you. I appreciate you and I'm thankful for you. Kelechi Okafor, thank you. Regards, Imani. Oh. Baby. You have the loveliest loveliest fans followers and i love how spiritual they all are it's, they're always they're always dropping a prayer for you yeah always dropping a prayer for you i have to say that's that's amazing um so i i know that this is coming a bit late baby girl but two slaps on your chest for the number of days that you've been sober and remember like you know healing is not linear so if you ever find that you maybe come off that path at any point don't beat yourself up you just get right back on the path because you are warrior you are a warrior spirit and nothing in this world is going to break you you need to understand that that there's no motherfucker in this world that's going to be able to break you always staying true to yourself always remaining diligent in your belief of self and and just keep 
keep going. It's what I have to say to myself often. Like none of us are immune from just life fucking you about, you know, but understand that whatever happens, there is something for us to take from it to, um, you know, to make ourselves, to reinforce, you know, um, our armor, our spiritual armor, and we keep moving forward. Like things will feel dark, feel, things will feel gloomy for a lot of people protect your lights protect your energy because we've still got such a long way to go but i know that we will get there like we i'm always saying that we are the miracle that we've been waiting for we are the miracle that our ancestors were praying for and now we're here and we need to do what we've come here to do and you will feel a certain level of sensitivity um i think that when you are um gifted and you um and you have a particular assignment on this earth you will be sensitive in a way that a lot of people might not understand. And that can lead to um, feeling um, depressed and, you know, um, experiencing depression and things like that, because it's a lot of energy to hold within yourself. It's a lot of energy to feel the things that other people do not want to feel. But understand that you are stronger than all of these things and you can use them as a form of alchemy to move yourself towards the greatness, uh, global greatness, a community led um greatness and i have every belief in you for the fact that you listen to this show i know that you're about the right stuff and that's not you know um being biased i guess it is being biased like i know that if you listen to this show you're someone that i fuck with like you're someone that you and i think you've listened to it twice round because you're saying that the messages started to hit different once you've gone through certain things um i believe in you i believe in you i believe in you Yes, I believe in you. So you're, you know how to put a song break in there. Yeah. But, uh, and not everyone gets a song break. Not everybody so, gets yeah. a song break. So just you're divinely blessed. And thank you so, so much for your wonderful, kind words that you've shared with me and continue being magnificent. You've got this. So that's that for Share Your Magnificence then. Let's move on to So You Mad. So this week on So You Mad, um, I guess the best thing to say is just Kim. <laughs> Kim, there are people that are dying. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that quote so much. I love Courtney. She's my fave. For the fact that Courtney has to remind her, you know, like, what are you doing? Kim Kardashian, do you know, she's such an interesting topic because sometimes, yeah, let's be honest, sometimes people do get onto her. Yeah. And then sometimes she just doesn't help herself. Like, what is it? The the, the first one that we're talking about where the, where she went to the island. Yeah. So she put up a tweet um, on October twenty seventh. She put up a thread. In fact, oh god. She said forty and feeling so humble and blessed. There is not a single day that I take for granted, especially during these times when we are all reminded of the things that truly matter. You're a billionaire. <laughs> For my birthday this year, I couldn't think of a better way to spend it than with some of the people who have helped shape me into the woman I am today, a billionaire. Before She's not, I'm saying the billionaire, by the way, guys. Mm. Before COVID, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel and be together with family, friends in a safe environment as billionaires. After two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we would where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time. We danced, rode bikes, swam near whales, kayaked, 
watched a movie on the beach and so much more. I realised that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. For so everyone Im- else, Kim, sorry to cut you. But for everyone else, she should have said sorry. <laughs> Not for most people, everybody other than me. <laughs> I realised that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. So in moments like these, I am humbly reminded of how privileged my life is. Hashtag this is 40. Well, I think we um, and what she followed it up with pictures with um with her on the island. Every tweet had pictures, and what I clocked is that in um, the pictures I see staff wearing masks. Yes, and that's what I wanted to get onto because remember she said that she wanted to live in a world where she could imagine that coronavirus wasn't around. Yes, but that island that you went to, the staff had to protect themselves from you guys, Kim. Yeah, Kim, and possibly protect you from from them. Yeah, Kim, do you understand that? You there? <laughs> no, I want to. I, I just want her, like Kimberly, right? But did you see the jet that they went? I on? didn't see the jet. No, I feel like you need to have money to even have to have seen the pictures that she was posting. <laughs> it was that much. It was that much. There was nothing humble about it, sweetie. There's nothing humble about it, and I think that's what we agreed. That like, if she posted the pictures with no context, I and mean, everyone could just be like, okay, cool, you can celebrate her birthday, wherever it is, yeah. fine. But you want to give us a long caption. You want to remind everyone that you guys can't even go on a simple trip. Hey, maid! Personally, I'm not. Personally, I'm not fast. But I see why a lot of people will be like, can you just chill with these captions, please? Because like, you're not, you're not actually doing anything special. Well, that's why I think that my tweet went viral because I wasn't expecting that. You know, sometimes I just like to creep in the comments and just drop a young... <laughs> Um, satirical um, tongue-in-cheek message and yeah, go. Yeah. I didn't expect that this one would pop off the way that it did because I said, happy birthday. I hope someone got you an alphabet book as a gift so you can learn to read the room. <laughs> it's funny because you probably tweeted that and, you know, you probably just expected your followers to interact with it yes, and just like yeah. laugh at it. You, do, you wouldn't expect 36,000 people. Yeah, for it to blow up that way. And I guess 36,000 people also kind of agreed that, like, you need to learn how to read the room a bit. But what I find interesting, though, and we've spoken about this before... The, 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 I don't know, the response seems to be so starkly different from Instagram to Twitter. Yes, Instagram, nobody said, I don't think, I, I mean, I didn't go through her comments like that, but it didn't seem to me like anyone had a problem. They were like, oh my oh, God. I love this, Kimberly. I'm, one person even wrote, oh, I'm so pissed I couldn't make it. I was like, bitch, were you invited? Because <laughs> you know, there's always that person that's got to come through and, and do the most, yeah. like to let us know that, oh, I was going to go too, but you didn't. Right. You didn't. You're talking about who, who was invited. Lala, I don't know. Everyone, everyone loves her. I love Lala, but I just feel like she's a professional friend. <laughs> and I've said it like she's everybody's friend. A hire a mate. Yes, but and she must she's, be good vibes. Or she, she, no, no, she must be. I'm sure that's the yeah. case. But like, literally, I, I even tweeted that she needs to add it to her profession, close friend, because she's never just a friend. She's, she's always been described as a close friend. She's always a close friend in, to every, in a every, circle. Every, in everybody's in a circle. That's someone I could Sierra, Kelly Rowland, yeah. Beyonce, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, she even hangs with Kylie Jenner sometimes. Ooh, okay. Khloe Kardashian too. But they're all of the same circle though, so that's that's, that's maybe one thing. maybe maybe that works. But Lala, you're in you're in a lot. Lala is in so many circles, yeah. That it looks like that diagram. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call those? Um, oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. <laughs> exactly like yes. that. All of the circles all crossing the circles. over, and she's the one right in the middle of yes. all the overlapping Venn? circles. Venn diagram, Venn. <laughs> a Venn diagram. That is it. Lala Anthony. Well, she's no longer Anthony, but no Lala. Longer. 
Lala, professional oh. Venn diagram. Friend, friend, friend. Everybody's <laughs> friend. Sorry, I even forgot as well, but this is a, a good person that she's friends with. Vanessa Bryant. Okay, yeah. Yes, everybody's yeah. friend. But they're oh. all friends with each other because Vanessa Bryant's friends with Sierra. Sierra's friends with So Kim. I guess it's all like one they're, big they're group. All, they're all one yeah. big group. It's just yeah. an, a, from an optics point of view, it's like she's always going to other if, people's she's things. She's always there. She's always going to other people's things. Lala, you host something. <laughs> everybody come. It would be nice for her to host something that everybody goes but to. But you know, then that's the one that people don't show up to because everyone's got an excuse to not yeah, make it it's uh, not got to her. She, she needs to lock them up. I love Lala, though. No, but that I just thought that that was so unnecessary. For me, it's just like, I know that so many people can't do this right now. So, bitch, why are you posting about it? Right. Like, why are you posting? Why are you doing it? And that's not to say, like, don't enjoy. Because some, you know, like, the the the, the Captain Saver Kims will always show up and be like, <laughs> so what? She's not meant to enjoy her life because things bad things are happening in the world. And like, bitch, nobody said that. No. Nobody said that. But what you're showing us right now is called excess. Yes. Excess. And, and I'm glad you say that because I think... I've, I've realised people with platforms, they like to choo- pick and choose when they want to acknowledge the level of their platform. Mm. Because it's like... Right, so Kim is not going to tweet about hating Trump yes. because she understands the, her platform and how she can rile people up to hate Trump. Right. So then in that same respect, she needs to understand her platform and the many people that are following her, all of the people that are following her that cannot... They're broke! Yes, they cannot afford their lifestyle. But I don't know. I always think to, you know, social media, we also need to kind of... every They need to pick a side because remember... Sometimes they'll be posting pictures saying, uh, with with their Hermes bags and their Gucci and, and all their of this. Birkins. Yeah, and then we'll we'll be saying, oh my god, I oh, can't wait to wield this. We're this rich, oh bad bitch, all of this, all of this. Yeah. So everyone just p- pick your fight. Well, oh, I man. mean, I'm, that's, but I think that that's interesting because for me, I've always been the same. Like I don't like you know me. I don't like labels. I don't like things with anything on them. Yeah. So. Um, the main thing I want is my Mercedes G-Wagon. Mercedes Benz, I'm not going to ask you Cause again. Because you, you have already. I've asked you, times. bitches, so many times already. Yeah? Get me my G-Wagon. Because this is past the point of humble. Who would know Mercedes if they did not know the Benz Panani right. womanist? Right. Give because me my on, things. It was only until you said Benz Panani that I asked you. And I was like, where did you get that from? And you mentioned to me that there's a car company called Mercedes-Benz. Right. right. And, 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 and that's and, a lot of Right. And then Vibes Cartel came through. You got the pussy women looking. Go, oh, Gaya Panani <laughs> match my <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah, come roll with the superstar. Like, he was singing to me. And then I understood that my call was to take Vibes Cartel's message to the people. Yes. I am a disciple of Ben's Punani womanism uh-huh. and I've been spreading that message every. I was going to say spreading legs, but spreading <laughs> no, that message please. everywhere. And I don't deserve a young G-Wagon. They'll give it to you. With Kells as my number plate? <laughs> Look, I'm sure that's taken. Come on. It better not be. <laughs> Kells. Kells. <laughs> Even if you can't do Kells. Think about it, because there, there's Kellys, there's all, there's yeah, all quite of a these few Kells. And Kelani. Yeah, <laughs> Kelani. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if we can't do, let's just do B-Wums. B? Ben's, Ben's Wumsness. Okay, yeah, yeah sorry. Something. B-wums. Ben's P. Okay. Let's do something. Benzema Panania. Let's do <laughs> something. But I, I feel like for my services... To Ben's Panani womanism, I deserve a G-Wagon. That's like my luxury item that I want. And look at that. I want it and I don't even want to pay for it because right. I'll be damned if I go and use my own money. To pay that, for. That, my blood, sweat and tears. That I've you, I've worked hard for that money. When I could be putting it to the children's home in Nigeria, I'll go and use it to buy a G-Wagon. Nah. No. And I think that's one of the good things about being a celebrity, like being known. Like you get to the point where people start gifting you free things. That's how it should be. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I just need to be careful about these gifting giftings, like as you're always reminding yeah. me. Yeah. But um, yes, I should be 
be gifted a G-Wagon. So, and I know that all of you work at some wonderful places. If any of you listening to this right now work with Mercedes-Benz in any capacity on their marketing team specifically, you need to go and fight my corner. This is your calling. This is you being called to arms. Go and fight my corner. When they say to you, oh, but she hasn't got millions of followers. Why would you say to them, bitch? I said what I said, give her her G-Wagon. Yep. So go and get me my G-Wagon. So that's like the thing I want. And I want a house, like a really nice big house. Mm. That's it. With a gate. Just like mummy And intercom. Me. Yeah. Yes. And that's it. And it will happen. Amen. So, the, but I've, the, in terms of labels, in terms of bags, you know me, I don't see it for the bag. Like the one bag that I wanted that um I got from my one of my birthdays was a Lulu Guinness clutch bag. You know, the oh, lips. Oh yeah, with the lipstick. Yeah. That was it. That was nice. Yeah. And I don't even carry it that much. I literally don't didn't carry they it. Give, didn't she give it to you? No, I got one Lulu Guinness bag free when I did like a blog photo shoot for them oh, okay. one time. But then there's another one. That there was another one. That there you was another got one. Yeah. So yeah, I take the whole Kim Kardashian thing with a pinch of salt because my whole thing is that I feel like if if I saw black women, more black women in her aesthetic, yeah, I don't know if I'd have a, such a problem with her parading her riches. I want to see more. I don't know. I think I think maybe that's problematic within itself because you know we shouldn't even be supporting a capitalist system. No, no, but I think that what we need to address here is that black um, Kim Kardashian would be nothing without black women. Well, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, of course you'd want to see so. black more black women in the aesthetic because it's the black woman's fucking aesthetic in the first place that got her all of her riches like black women constantly have to be the antithesis to um a lot of these women specifically kim kardashian they have to be her shadow self Mm -hmm. that's why she even has to get herself black women Mm friends because without them her aesthetic does not make sense yes and explains why lala is always she's perfectly positioned in those pictures right because i need to make and chloe i she we're seeing chloe chloe 7.0 at this point like, should we get more updates of Chloe than an iPhone? I, an I, iOS, pre- um, I, iOS release? I actually like Chloe for what she's doing because what she's telling us is that she don't give a fuck. She'll come out with a different face and say, yeah, well, at least you knew it was Chloe. <laughs> so that's, the, right? that's that's her point. You, you knew it was rec- me. You so still recognise me somehow. There you go. Wasn't her cheating partner there as well? Tristan, yeah, yeah he too he was, was there. there. Yeah, he too was there. Looking tall, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. And they, after they've pretty much ruined or tried to ruin Georgie's, Georgie's life. Yeah. It's Tristan that he took. But I just want my baby to have the same dad. So that's why you want to come and ruin the poor girl. Yep. That is why. I'm sure he even cheated on that island. He found a way. He would have found a way. When there's a willy, there's a way. He would have found a way. Useless guy. But then they don't mind. They don't mind because as long as they've got a black man on their arm. It is totally fine. Again, it's the black man that gives them the legitimacy. Yes. Why wasn't, was Kanye there? Kanye where? At the um, island. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Did we see? Did we see? We didn't know. We didn't see him in any of the pictures. So I think that's why there was speculation at first as to whether he was there in the first place. But then Kylie he... went there. Kylie wasn't. Kylie wasn't there. No. Kylie went there. That's that was all quite interesting. Hmm. But maybe they've got lives, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, sure, I'm sure they've got other things. But I just fine. find it interesting that your own husband wouldn't be. No, but I'm sure he wants to be there because he gifted her the 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 um, hologram. He could have gifted her that at any well, time. Because yeah. I don't. They well, didn't yeah, say that he. They, sh- they, they showed they it. Yeah, that he was there. Yeah. I mean, the hologram, though, did we just... Have we no, that's that? what we're yeah. going to now. The hologram, I thought, was... I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge, huge gift, but I just thought it was a bit invasive. And I know that sounds crazy when you're thinking about a husband and wife, but I do think there's certain things that we shouldn't touch. I think it's unethical. I'm really sorry. Like, I know that people are going like, oh, Kanye gets Kim the best gifts. Really? Really? 
if we if we start normalizing using holograms to say whatever the fuck we want to say, who whose hologram are they going to use next to talk some fuck shit? Right. He got this man. He got Kim's dad to say that he's a genius. Kanye made the guy say that he's a genius. I appreciate the level of technology that would have had to go into um, getting getting, him, yeah. getting that because they would have to get footage of like him literally saying all of these words and stuff. Or and, no, they've and, got a computer. They've got a computer system where they just eat, they get a. A video of him talking, yeah. and then that computer will mimic his voice in any other word. Like it's like it's sick, and that's scary. Yeah, it's, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Because where do we sick. draw the line? I feel like when people are dead, they're dead. And the fact of the matter is, like, you don't know what he would have said about you. You don't know if he would have been if feeling you. Don't you know like, would have liked you, right? And I think that's what brings me to my point. I feel like if he was around at the time of Kanye and um, Kim getting together, and maybe if Kanye actually knew him, then. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's the fact that you did not have you did not know this dude, bro. Yeah. And I'm I'm totally willing to accept that it was a that him adding the Kanye genius thing was a joke. Okay, fine. You wanted to just add a bit of because it's a very but tense it... moment to get me to, to see a hologram of your fucking dad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I I see how that Kanye's a genius thing will just make you laugh and lighten up and be like, oh gosh, Kanye. No, but Kanye does believe he's a genius though. That's the thing though. That's why That's I'm why it's that. not funny. That's why it wasn't there. There you go. There you go. Because it was like, oh, if he made the joke saying, oh, Kanye, you married the, the silliest man or something like yeah, that, yeah. whatever, fair enough. But you, you're, he got your dad to feed into his ego as yes. well. Yes, yes. He got your dad to feed into you, like, his you ego Like, you made well. my hologram about you, still. <sighs> Kanye. He's an interesting guy. Like, Very he thinks, interesting he guy. He thinks on another plane completely. And he's like, oh, um, you know, um, I'm so proud of your achievements. Remember, to me, the creepiest bit was when he was like, remember when we used to sing this in the car and blah, 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 blah. I and thought I, that was odd. That was so f- weird to me. I also think it's odd because it's like, you know, when you have such a personal relationship with someone, I can tell you whatever I want to tell you about my relationship with my dad. You go put that on a hologram. It might be inaccurate because yes. I might, I might have told you that we sung that song one time, but actually, there's another song that we always used to sing before yeah. that. Anyway, so it's, I don't know. Maybe I want to believe that she probably thought it was cute. Yeah, and I'm she sure prob- it was. Yeah, she I'm probably sure it thought was. it was and cute. If she and was it... happy with it, and which she is. Then yeah, it... and I think like you do what you're doing is like her island um retreat um with uh, with uh, 15 million of her inner circle that's her business mm-hmm. um the hologram again is her business i'm looking at things in a grander scale though the fact that the fact that you man can do this is what we're saying about society and what it means for a lot of people i'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy your riches or whatever but when i think of that that your riches came at the expense of um, um exploiting black women i'm not always i'm never going to be comfortable it makes with you it. feel a little yeah, bit different about it I the know. fact that some black women were coming to ride for her i'm just like you're a fool as well you're a fucking idiot yourself black people only ride for people like that when they feel like they can be in that position yes. as well and i'm here to remind you that it's unlikely it's very unlikely it's unlikely and that's not to be a debbie down or whatever but this what we're trying we're trying to break a system that allows only the very few yep. to become wealthy and rich yep. so it would be stupid for you to aspire to such and, and work your bones off for that there is no weave there is no wig long enough that will make you into kim there is no, no bbl no. in the world that will bring you that sort of privilege so you continue being delusional but i will say what the fuck i want to say okay and as for the hologram I feel the same way. Like, it's cute for you, I guess. Like, if that's what you want for your partner to do for you for your birthday, do you. But my issue is that, where does it stop? Right. Then, and 
and also it kind of brings it back to the point of like the whole privacy thing like i think that is such a personal gift yeah personally i wouldn't post it yeah no but kim posts their entire life they've Fine. shown us they've shown us their entire life for how many years now they, no no but this is what i'm trying to say this is what people try and do they try and use that whole statement kim's not showing us her entire life okay you're showing us your entire life we may not like you the way we like you all do you get me you yeah, get yeah, me yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, showing yeah. you want us to believe that we're seeing everything so my point is that you can choose like Fair you enough. do yeah. what to sh- pick and choose what to show us do you get what i mean and no one's getting at her for, for showing that like do you get what i mean i feel like you make a good point if they share their lives with everyone that's totally fine but that particular hologram yeah or the gifting of it or whatever that could have been a nice private moment and i'm sure there was some tears in the room yeah and i, I mean? think also maybe it's because there was speculation about where's kanye that it was just like that oh no I, yeah like, I know, although kanye you're, got you're, me a gift yeah Fine, but that, you know, we both know that wasn't the only gift he got. Her. Yeah, you could have showed us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm indifferent towards it though. Like, I don't, just, I genuinely don't care for her. Like, yeah. she's not, so I don't care for her. I never go to look for her page. It's only something that comes up on my timeline that I'll comment, comment on, on it. On it. And that's but generally, fine. I just don't care for her. I, I just mind my business because I'm just like, you keep doing what you're doing over there. That's We're, fine. Your, your Libra and my Libra is not the same Libra. It's a totally different Libra. Yeah, Whoa. so you stay there. Um, <laughs> And keep doing what you're doing. But yeah, yeah. people could keep saying, oh, leave Kim alone, mind your business. Look, I, I totally get that, guys. But look, when people bring things onto the timeline with their millions of followers, they don't want us to mind our business. They don't. A lot of the time, anyways. I, yeah. Your business is from us minding it. <laughs> like, your entire um, <laughs> empire is from us minding your business. Right. So how can you now say mind, mind your, your business. business? I am minding it. Right. That's exactly this what is, I'm doing. Yes, this is my that. job. Right. I work two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nice. No, it's wild. But anyway, that's that for So You Mad. We only wanted to touch on that because it just seemed very weird. Um, Mum, suck your mum. Straw gosh. of the week. My first straw of the week goes out to the fans of Lando Norris. Now, some of you who listen to this podcast will be like, what the fuck? is a Lando Norris and where do I not buy one? Does it come with seasoning? I don't know. Lando Norris is an F1 um, uh, racing driver. Um, I use that term driver very loosely. Um, So yeah, Lando Norris is a racing driver and... um, Oh, you're going to say racist driver. (laughs) uh, I I was very close. Mm. Um, I mean, that's how all of the drama started. So anyway... Um, he races F1. He is also a British driver, um, the same way that Lewis Hamilton is also a British driver. Lando Norris drives for Renault. Lewis Hamilton drives for Mercedes AMG. Bad man car, done no. So um, I'm telling you all of this for context, right? So for those of you who aren't aware, and I would be surprised if you're not aware, I am a big F1 fan. Like I watch F1, right? I don't get to watch it as much nowadays or watch it at the time that things are happening because of you know having a baby and stuff um so i don't get to like keep up to date so i usually have to watch um the races after and anyway when you follow someone like lewis hamilton you always know the results if you're on their page like so you can't do spoiler alert spoiler alert like you're gonna know what happened lewis won right there you go so um if for those of you who don't know lewis hamilton um is the greatest f1 racing driver of all time i know that we're still talking about his issues with how he's complicit in patriarchy and all of those things um and the comments he made previously and i don't know if he's addressed them but let's just for when we're just talking talking about facts on paper he's the greatest racing driver of all time officially with the most podium um 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 position so he's got the most um, um podiums right he's also um had the most uh, i think 
pole position starts in terms of where he starts the race and he's now had the most f1 wins so he's got 92 wins by the time of recording this i don't know where he's placed because i know that bottas had pole position today like he's on the grid so basically i shouldn't be explaining f1 to you man but when you're about to start a race, so before a race starts, the day before, you'll have qualifying, yeah? So everyone has to race, and whoever gets the fastest time when they do that, when they do their laps, gets the pole position on the grid, so where they're going to start the next day to do the actual race. So if you have the fastest time, then you'll get one, two, three, and then everybody else, based on their time, will then be behind you, all right? So Lewis has had, some, had the most number of, you know... um um, pole position starts um, and um, and podium finishes so he's um, had the most number of finishing one two or three and now he's had the most wins as in first place right 92 wins the person who had that previously was Michael Schumacher who um, had 91 so now Lewis has 92 that is a massive fucking achievement and it's a massive fucking achievement for somebody who identifies as black because his dad from what we hear had to work four jobs for him to be able to go to all of these karting lessons for Lewis to be able to do all of these things his dad had to do so much and Lewis had to do a hell of a lot because that industry is very very racist you know and they have a huge problem with him doing Black Lives Matter and all of them and um, all of those things there nobody before Lewis had managed to beat Michael Schumacher's record of the number of wins right even my um, uh, Max Verstappen who is another great driver who drives for Red Bull and he hasn't pissed me off too much recently and he's young as well same with Lando Norris um Verstappen has said the other day that he would have to race until he's in his 40s to get anywhere near close to as many wins as what Lewis has got. So Verstappen, another white man, recognises what um, Lewis Hamilton has just done there. Mm -hmm. So the reason I'm saying all of this is because Lando Norris, who's also a fellow um, British um, racing driver, albeit driving for a different car, was asked um, last week when, um, which will be two weeks now, was asked how he feels about Lewis Hamilton breaking this massive, massive record. So um, this one decides to say the following. I'm just going to get it up. He said, um, basically he started with, I don't, good for him, but I don't care. Might as well have said that. That's 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 the first part that got me, that it was just basically like, well, sorry, you know, sorry to that man. He said, um, where is it? Um, I'm just happy for him. Nothing more. He goes on to say, it doesn't mean anything to me, really. He's in a car which would win every, which should win every race, basically. He has to beat one or two other drivers. Uh, drivers, that's it. Fair play to him. He's still doing the job he has to do. Why did they even ask him any questions then? <laughs> Sorry, that's what I want to know. <laughs> so... Why this is interesting is because also in this same race, before they asked him about this year, that very race, he got into a, um, 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 an issue with Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll is, you know, like another racing driver. And what Lance Stroll, he's gotten in trouble for this before, but Lance Stroll basically cut um, Norris at a particular point or clipped him at one point. And so Norris said over the radio, cunt, we're not meant to hear that on the radio mm. so but obviously he's frustrated they're driving at incredibly high speed mm -hmm. you don't need Death, to be they could die exactly so naturally he's gone cunt over the radio and so the next day now he's posted an apology online um and he said uh where is it 
he said the words that I how I spoke was stupid and careless and I haven't shown the respect I should have to certain people I'm not that kind of person so no I should apologize to them but also everyone reading slash listening sorry there's no explicit like sorry Lewis Hamilton yes so right my issue was that I can tell that you're, to me, it looks like you're, first of all, it looks like you're trying to apologise to two people through this tweet. Mm -hmm. You're kind of addressing um, Lewis Hamilton. You think so? I mean, do you think Cunt was that, is it that big a deal in the F1? It's very big. Like, they're all, it's very white. And you know white women shake when they hear Cunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, apparently apparently Cunt's really offensive. It's really offensive to them. And that's why I say it more in their presence. (laughs) That's true. Um, So anyway, like, so all of that's happened now. He's tweeted this and I've gone into the comments again. Mm. Um, and I've tweeted, you need to ap- apologise to Lewis directly because the racism jumped out. Mm. When I tell you the fans would not let me rest, they were like, no, he was talking about Lance Stroll. He wasn't even talking to Lewis. And that is the motherfucking problem. Right. You weren't even talking to Lewis. So to, to all your fans seem to think that you were apologising to Lance Stroll and not addressing what you've just said here about Lewis. Mm-hmm. Or what you failed to say as well. Yeah, and what you failed to say. And then you're, and then they're there like, oh, you don't even know F, you don't even know about F1. He's not racist, you stupid monkey bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one because he's not racist, but you are. But you, you? are, and he, you follow him, and right. you all come in your droves to defend him. Right, and even though you don't know about F1, that's because you're black. Exactly. So is that not racist in and of itself? You've come to tell me that I don't know about F1. The racism just it floats around. It floats around, and people in that industry they will only ever appreciate it if. Lando Norris said, nigger. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Because until he it, says that, it's nothing. It. How can he be racist? He was wearing an end racism t-shirt. Not being funny, but how's that racist? Yes, that was their favourite. <laughs> can you come and explain to me how it's racist? Because I think that he's not that kind of person. And you've said something you should get done for defamation of character. Oh, shut up. And do you know what is what's funny is that you actually said the racism is jumping out. Well, what did you say? Yeah, Jump, jumped, yeah, out. J- jumped out. Right. Yeah. You actually haven't actually even said the, the whatever you he yourself, said right. or whatever he said specifically is racist, but that racism is jumping out through that behaviour. Right. So let's rein it in. Right. So I have, but you guys saw the word racism and I, and I am of the belief that part of those trolls are paid for by him as far as I'm concerned because to me... They're definitely, so obviously they're going to be his supporters. Because... Um, F1 Twitter, the racism that they show is unlike any other because nobody has checked them. Nobody Mm. has checked them. Mm. And remember, on this podcast, I've said to you guys before that I'm considering starting another podcast. And I'm passionate enough about F1 that I want to start an F1 podcast. Most of you won't listen to it, but trust and believe that the energy I bring to this is the same energy I'm going to bring to that 30-minute podcast, yeah? And I'm looking to start it in the next season because this season is going to finish in Abu Dhabi um, in December. So I'm thinking, like, when next season starts next year that's when i'm gonna roll out this podcast and i will tell you lot about your stupid stinking assholes and nobody's going to fucking stop me because the the energy that they were bringing to my comments they were going to tweets that had nothing to even do with anything and they were saying come back and apologize um, apologize to norris now come back to his page and come and explain yourself you still haven't explained what you meant by um, calling him a racist they reported my page so many times to twitter i kept getting emails that oh your these tweets were reported um 
these tweets were reported, but we found no violation. Of course, you'd find no violation. When do you ever find violation? violation. Fuck off. Well, so you haven't. Violation. Of course, you haven't found a violation, <laughs> but you never find it anyway. Yeah. So um, you of, didn't check. You were supposed to check me, but you didn't check me properly. Right. But, uh, and then someone else, um, um, I think, commented there, and they said, "Oh, what I think you should do is stay out of F one because you clearly don't know about it." And I said, no, "What I think I'm, you should." I said, "What I think right. you should do is suck your mother." Let's Good. start there. Good. I deleted that one because I, I said, "Suck your mum." That one was still been felt right. Right, but yeah. I still did. They, they, they said they said it was fine, but oh, I deleted okay. it. <laughs> Twitter said, even Twitter was like, no, yeah. that's fine, you can tell them. Yeah. Hey, girl, girl, that ain't no problem. Yeah. That ain't no problem. <laughs> so I just said, no, you know, let me take that one down specifically. Even though I don't delete tweets, I just thought, this is giving all of you ignorant motherfuckers. You're not a nice person. You're being so mean. How does someone like you get verified? And you're seeing all of them having this big old conversation going, she's got 80, over 80K followers. She's being very irresponsible with the things that she's saying. Twitter should take away her verification badge. I love that. You're, you're not nice. You're mean. How did you get a verification? Ooh. Right, because I have to be nice to get verified. Is Trump not verified, you bitch? But I just really, really hated that because, and let me tell you why Lando Norris's statement is a problem because they seem to just not be getting it. First of all, you're talking about someone who's officially the greatest of all time. Literally any metric you can come by because before he got the 92 wins, before he got the most podium finishes, all of these bitches, whenever I'd comment, go. Um, on Lewis's page, on his Instagram or Twitter, somebody would come. He's not the greatest of all time because Michael Schumacher did this and Michael Schumacher did that. And I was saying to them, fam, this year in 2020 is when he's going to beat all of that. Yes. He's going to beat all of what you've just said. Okay, but if you want us to wait until it officially happens, I'm happy to do that. So now he's done that. He's beat every single thing that you could think of. And then you're saying, don't really care. Doesn't really matter to me. Would you say that if it was a white person that went and beat that record? He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. Because the only way he would have given Lewis Hamilton like his props and his credit is if Lewis Hamilton in that car, if he flew it. Yes. If Lewis Hamilton flew the car. And did a couple but of even then, he will say, "But it's a Mercedes car. Okay. He's got the best car, so he's doing. It's so doing what probably... it's doing what it's expected to do." So your first statement was, "I'm happy for him. Nothing more. Um, it doesn't mean anything to me, really. He's in a car which should win every race, basically, and that's why you need to suck your mother, you fucking racist prick, and all of the people who follow you, you little bitch. He's in a car that should win. If someone put you in the same motherfucking car right now, this instant, and said race against Lewis in the same exact car, do you think you could ever?" Do you think you could fucking ever? I'm also thinking from a sponsorship point of view. If he's sponsored by by Renault, you say, yeah. should he be saying that? But everyone kind of agrees because oh, okay. because basically what you've also got in F1 is that you've got the constructors championship and at the um I I'm I'm recording this while the race is going on so I don't know I don't know where, um how many more points um Mercedes would have in a constructors championship but Mercedes as the car um they are the last time based on the last race they were on 435 points a clean 200 points above the person who's second okay so by all means they have the best car okay they have the best engine period 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 Period. so (laughs) him saying that that's factual Okay. But the issue for me is like you're saying that he's got the best car, almost as if the car drives itself. Right. Almost as if Lewis doesn't need to have strategy to be able to drive the fucking car. Do you man not remember when Lewis's tire burst and he still won the race? His tire burst on the track and he still won the race. Do you want us to go back to when he was racing? Where were they? Um when he was racing and he was um at the back of the grid, so he was 15th place and he still came third. Whew. That is a driver. That is a driver. None of you man could ever. I think they were in Belgium for that race. None of you man could ever. 
So when you say, oh, he's in a car that should win. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Bottas, Valtteri Bottas is also in a Mercedes car. That's the other person that drives for Mercedes as well. Bottas, and I know Bottas got pole position for today's race because I'm recording this on a Sunday. So whether Bottas wins that race, I don't know. But let's say that Bottas does win because when you're in first place to start on the grid, ideally you should hold that. Yeah, you've got an edge. Yes, so let's hope that you hold that because um, um, Lewis has second place. Mm -hmm. Verstappen has third place. So let's hope that you hold onto that place because anyhow Lewis manages to get ahead of you. Because what I love about F1 is that F1's a game of strategy. There's been times when Lewis has lost the race based on when the um, they've told him to come into the pit because you've got to change your tyres because you've got hard, you've got medium, and you've got soft tyres. Um, soft tyres, you go mad fast, yes, but they wear out very, very quickly, clearly, as the name suggests. So you want to know when exactly you're going to go and put those soft tyres on. Do you start with it to get yourself ahead I and then switch? Change. like, and, and Or are you going to keep that tyre the whole race? Like, How are you going to manage your your tires like there's so much strategy that goes into it the people who are putting your tires on for you someone if they're a millisecond behind you you've lost your lead so every uh, yeah i do see that part where they they stop and it's, it's like yes. it's manic it's yes. like everyone is running yes so everyone's well trained that those those um tires have to go on in under a second like you like boom everyone's got their tire ready the tire's been warmed it's ready to go on and you're you're hitting that so you've got to come into the pit stop and then go back out again so you end up coming behind you've got to take your lead back mm-hmm. like, it's so dramatic it's such a lot that happens right so for me Bottas is also in the same car. Why has Bottas not matched what Lewis is doing right now? Even at McLaren, when Lewis Hamilton was driving for McLaren, he was still schooling the girls. But he understood as a professional that there's only so far that he could go with McLaren. They just weren't doing... The car was so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. He had to leave and then he got offered to be with Mercedes. And you're talking about, oh, well, he has a car that should win. Do you know how long he he spends driving this car and consulting with the team to tell them what he thinks needs to change and move about in order for the car... He's the one driving it. He has to be, yeah. So not he's not just coming at it from, oh, I'm just going to sit in the car and drive it. He's literally telling them what all the things that they need to change about the car to make it something that he can win with. Probably a car whisperer. Right. So he's literally a collaborator in the process of this win, right? So Bottas is also there. Why is Bottas not doing the same thing? Nico Rosberg was racing for them before Bottas came along. Why did Nico Rosberg, I know that he won like a championship before he decided to to retire, but, and and I'm not taking anything away from um, Nico Rosberg. He can drive, the boy can drive, yeah? But the fact of the matter is he still wasn't hitting the numbers that Lewis Hamilton was hitting. So it's not the car is what I'm trying to say. But you're talking as if, oh, you know, it's the car that he's got to, you know, that that gets him all the I things. Got him all the way, yeah. Right. Cool. So you said that firstly, it's the car. Then you went on to say, that's how I know that you're a real hater. He then went on to say, oh, he's only got to beat two people, really. Um. But he understand that that's based on poor position, right? Okay. So, I mean... There was also the time when he was 15th and he still came third and he had to beat a lot more people to end up third. How many people did you need to get? How many? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He sounds like a sore loser. Right. and, And I hope that with the dragon you gave him and with the attention that it brought, he won't make that mistake again. 
but they still will because the the energy that his fans in um, in inverted commas were coming at me with it all sounded very personal mm. they're telling me keep selling your pussy bitch um, sure. you, um you weirdo that pole dances in front of her child all of these things like you guys are giving me a lot of energy and all i wanted to say <laughs> by telling ever offend me this i would be laughing at those jokes <laughs> i just but to me it was just more of a case of like how fucking dare you and then and then they would have the cheek to go but can you just explain to me what was racist about it oh so you want me to I'll after all of that insult that yeah, you... <laughs> but, so you want me to teach you? So we can now argue about it. Right. The, that is racist. They I only you... ever want you to explain so they can say no. Yes. And then and deny its existence vehemently. Someone was like, oh, well, I didn't... I didn't." Only one person that I respond to, and they were like, oh, I didn't realise. I didn't see it that way. I thought he was just making a comment. But now that you explain it... But I shouldn't have to keep explaining it to the rest of you, man. I really shouldn't. And so when that F1 podcast comes out, I'm going to... De- when I tell you I'm going to deal with you, I'm going to deal with the F1 world. You're, only, you're not even crying yet. I'll make you cry properly. <laughs> I'll make you cry. Because this whole black women or black people don't understand F1, rare, 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 that you try to come in my comments with, thunder will fire you you stupid little bitches so you can all go suck your mothers you that came came with your nonsense comment norris you can go suck your mother too you fool you absolute fool there's only so much that um, daddy's money can buy you yeah you got the seat now you need to drive the fucking car yeah how about that yeah and so all of them that were coming with their stupid comments fuck all of you and go suck your mothers you fools you absolute dickheads and black people will keep taking all of the trophies and all of the things from your races henceforth more black people will join f1 and they will deal with you there goes the neighborhood you bitches (laughs) so anyway that's what i wanted to say there um and then the last um suck your mum straw of the week goes out to the government well we need to start saying the government let's say bojo but even Bojo sounds nice and lovely. Shoot, Boris Johnson, Boris, the, Boris, dead, the deadbeat dad. The the P and PM starts for Pussy Clark Minister. Seriously though, I must not be the only one that feels so much anxiety around these lockdown conversations. You know, they they first introduced the the tier system, which we which we all thought was stupid. Yeah. Then oh, there's talks of another lockdown, and then now whilst we're whilst the lockdown has been announced, they're still saying it can be extended. Yes. But so, it's going to be extended. They're only telling everyone, oh, 1st or 2nd of December to keep... Because they know the people then will riot. We've already got people online who we find funny and stuff going, uh, if me dead, me dead. You know? Me dead, me dead. <laughs> <laughs> people are fed up. Yes. They're and like, I get I, it. They were like, I will, I will go to that gym and I will get Rona. Fuck I, that. I, I totally get it. Do you know what? It's one of those ones where... I don't appreciate the people that are treating it like the bubonic plague. And at the same time, people shouldn't be treating it like it's like what? Just like a flu or a common cloud. Yeah. I totally get that. But I just feel like we're not... Had- that's probably sounds stupid saying this, but we are not handling this thing correctly. But that's no, we but that's are not. But that's what everyone is vexed about. To them, it's just like you made us stay in for three months. So I get where some of these lot are coming from. They're like, get fam, it. you made us stay in for three months on the basis that you would get this shit under control. Right. Only for us to find out that the test and trace app, you gave money to all of your brethren, and still the app is not working. Oh, but you're not even touching. It's the eat out to help out that I'm not letting go. Of. <laughs> the eat out to help out, no, because look, I think when you ever we... told us to go to the cinema, yes, to go and support Cineworld, yes, yes, that were firing yes. people left and right in 10 15 20 years time when we look back on it in history people someone could actually claim that they could write a thesis that the uk government tried to kill its citizens yes yes he, the, the hague UK government the hague is where so many of you belong yes <laughs> the UK war crimes is, you, they, no arrest boris johnson yes 
I don't even know what to say. Arrest him because my whole thing is that you lot told us, you said, okay, Corona has calmed down a bit. Go out, eat out to help out, you yeah. know, help the economy. You know, yeah. you're living in London, help support the economy. Yeah. We went out and did it. You ki- you killed us. Yeah. You are in that particular, and when, what was you it? You sent children back to school. Yes. Yeah. And then it wasn't you that said that, oh, September, they, you could firmly the spike, see yeah. the spike. Yeah. Which, of course, is a result of eat out to help out and sending the children back to school. Why are we locking down and the children are still going back to school? I actually want to know from some of you lot who are parents, like, are you actually comfortable sending your kids? No, they've all said that they're not. But the fact of the matter is that because he said that they have to go, the school will now enforce that if you don't bring the child, you'll be fine. And that's where he's locked the parents in. And that's where it's fucked. I didn't realise that. That's where it's fucked. You have to put your child at risk. yes. Because you still want to do herd immunity. Without calling it that. Without calling it herd immunity. It is sickening. It is so vile. And I I hope that so many of you are prepared for the fact that this will not be over by December. Uh, Plan yourself for March. Please plan yourself for March. Hearing that is making me... I just can't. I can't. Plan for your birthday, babe. No, 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 I can't. I can't. I actually can't because no... I I cannot! I'll be one of those people in December that will say, oh, where's Sadiq? Sadiq's out here there protesting. Because... (laughs) I cannot, I can't, I can't handle the lockdown going. I can't even handle this lockdown. I can't handle it going past December. I'm keeping, I'm just trying to stay in good spirits because you know me, I I love my gym. I wake yeah. up at 6am, I go to the gym, I get my workout on. So I just think to myself, okay, I can, I can do four weeks, but I cannot do that four, five months. That but they know that previously. that's the, they know that the way that you're thinking is the way that the general public are thinking. And so that's they, why they, they could not manage the expectations. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't afford to tell people like you fam, fam, you lot are not having Christmas. <laughs> they know that people will riot. So the best thing that they can say is like, let's get to December. Cause by the time they've got you to now that December, well, they'll now be like, look, well, yeah, so. they're like, look, you've got to stay for a bit longer because he fed it in. He snuck it in when he said, oh, Christmas is going to be different. Christmas is going to be different and he said that we're looking for all of this to be better by spring so he's already told the girls he's told everyone um, I, I, I don't know what I'll do I genuinely don't know what I'll do I just think it's I couldn't handle being out of my routine like that for so long again again and then you realise that, and, like, and for them to not do any work again any this work time again, yeah and then for those of you that actually go to the gym you get back to the gym after a while off and you re- it takes a while to kind yeah. of build that back mm-hmm. up mentally, even like being there mentally, even the strength, mm-hmm. everything. So, oh, I'm not, I'm just not looking for four weeks. Shouldn't be too bad. It's not going to be four weeks. That's why I didn't go back to the gym, you know. That's why I didn't resume any usual activities. I think the most I did was go to a couple of hot, um, hot yoga classes, literally two hot yoga classes. But even then I was just like, Mm-mm, this being around people like this, no, I'm not doing it. And I didn't go back to the gym because of for that very reason. Obviously, I know why you went back and why a lot of people went back. And obviously people were coming to the pole studio to come and learn from, um, you know, me and the teachers and things like that. But for me, I knew that we're going to do another round of this. And I just thought, once you get into that routine, for someone to come and snatch Yank it away. Out of it. Oh. I'm not gonna lie, it's 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 that's it's gonna be tough. I'm not looking forward to it, but I just thought we've done it before, we'll do it again. I'm I'm hanging on, I'm not like Kelechi believing that it's gonna have ha- it's gonna, you know, last yeah. until March. Yeah. I really hope that it will last for four weeks that they okay. that they're saying, but I do see how it could last until March. Yeah. I think there's that side of me knows that that's likely. <laughs> But like you I know said, what? I'm in denial. It's about coping. It's, however, yeah, I think the only way I can cope is just being in, being in denial of of it of the extension. Yeah. Wait till that point and then... And also they don't want people to mass buy. Yeah. Because it's already... People are going to already panic buy hearing four weeks. Yeah. So now imagine if you told everyone... Till March. Till March. Or at least Jan. 
what that would do to people. Ooh. They'll go and panic buy again and they're trying to control that. Also, that's why they didn't go so heavy on the measures. Notice he didn't go, oh, you can only go out for one hour a day. No, you no, can only no. do that. He said, oh, we're trying not to do all of that this time yeah. but just stay home but, but from when we shut the restaurants and pubs and all of them things you've got nowhere to go anyway you've got nowhere to go and don't go to people's houses nope so it's depressing a little bit but whatever whatever we're made whatever. of stronger we're all... stuff we're, we're made of stronger stuff but it's just like the mismanagement the mishandling of all of this is what got us into this situation Crazy. like if you just held on firmly but they knew they had to let everyone go outside from when everyone heard about what Dominic Cummings was doing it's just yeah. like how dare you because yeah. literally it was the next week that they started to ease the ease the restrictions because you can't justify help. it and then it's, it's now that we're reading reports that Australia, yeah. they're preparing to open up. Yes. After they've seen uh, pretty much no no um, cases, no cases in, in, in coronavirus. So, and then we're here in, in the second lockdown. Yeah, because people don't want to hear word. For me, it was from, I knew that they were dumb fucks from when they were like, oh, um, yeah, tier three over here, tier two over here, tier one. So what stops me? being in tier three, traveling to an area that's tier one. I actually even... heard people go, oh, my my company that's based in Liverpool, they all came to come and have their staff do in London. Because they're in, t- they're in another tier. Yeah. And then you, you realise that there isn't actually much difference between the tiers. No. And even in all the tiers, nothing closes. Well, no, because they tried to close gyms, then they changed their mind and said gym, gyms can even stay open in tier three. Oh, okay. But tier so, four, I'm sure, is it's, it's literally still says gyms are open, but on high alert or something like that. I think there's only three tiers, babe. Oh, okay. But see, this is how out of it you were because you were in London doing enjoyment. It's mad. But my issue is that it says here, a cross-party group of MPs has called on the government to allow councils to run universal basic income trials in response to mass unemployment triggered by the COVID-19 pandemic. A letter to the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, signed by more than 500 MPs, lords and local councillors, says pilot schemes are urgently needed as the pandemic unleashes widespread economic disruption and drives up redundancies in the, at the fastest rate on record this winter. Launching a UBI would mean the state paying every adult a basic sum regardless of their income. The letter says issues with the benefit system and the end of the furlough scheme mean Britain is ill-equipped to support people through the financial insecurity of the COVID recession. It says here we must trial innovative approaches which create an income floor for everyone, allowing our families and communities to thrive. The pandemic has shown that we urgently need to strengthen our social security system. The creation of a universal basic income, a regular and unconditional cash payment to every individual in the UK could be the solution. The one UBI option flagged by the group would be to launch an initial £48 per week payment. Um, Demands for such an intervention have gathered pace since the onset of COVID-19 as governments around the world increase spending to help businesses and workers. There have been UBI trials in Finland and Scotland in recent years. Um, Critics argue that a UBI would be too expensive to operate and would discourage people from looking for work. There are also calls for um, alternative policies to meet the same goals as UBI, such as significantly raising funding for public services or expanding the benefit system and targeting it to support the neediest in society. Um, I just want to say, for all of the people listening, Jeremy Corbyn suggested this. The Labour Party, before that Tory light came into leadership, suggested this. Universal basic income makes sense. Why do you not want to do it? 
What do you mean it will discourage people from looking for work? For 48 fucking pounds a week, are you fucking mad? Oh, God. This are you mad? When I heard 48 pounds a week, I'm, I'm thinking about how much I spent. I think to myself, Jesus Christ. I spent 48 pounds on delivery right now. Right. And not even... I like, don't... Oh, God. You would even be feeling like you even saved. I, right. But it's 48 pounds <laughs> that will stop me now looking for work. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that shit's, that shit's depressing. I, it just gets me because all of these suggestions were made during the election right and all of you lot scoff when they said oh let's have internet for everyone internet should just be a basic right Mandatory, for everybody yep. you oh oh what are you trying to turn us into what are you trying to turn us into oh, i work for my sausage roll and my beer <laughs> and i would damn the farms of pain taxpayer money for somebody <laughs> to just have free internet to do what they have whatever the fuck they like so if they've got free internet what's gonna make them go to work because I've got to go to work. Now, <laughs> the pandemic happened. Suddenly, let's consider... Everyone having a free internet. Everyone having free internet. Let's have universal basic income. Just a floor for everybody. I don't want to... Oh, I'm tired of the scroungers in this, in this country just helping themselves to whatever they like. When my parents were surviving during the war, all they had was oxygen and some dirty water from the Thames and they fucking made it, okay? They fucking survived. So I don't understand why everyone confused my fucking accents. I'm up north and I'm down south. <laughs> <laughs> Still racist, it's all right. It's all racist. It's all racist. You know, they all sound alike to me. Um, But yeah, to me, it's just wild that now we're considering universal basic income where some of these places in Scandinavia and them, man, even with all of their racism and whatever the fuck, they still <laughs> understand that this is how this... They, this that- is how people can survive. It's funny, a pandemic, what it's only done, it just it, it exacerbates or rather exposes pretty much how the, the inequalities in society. Yeah. I know that sounds like a really kind of like basic statement, no. but seriously it does because like you were saying, things like Wi-Fi, it's actually, it's very true. Like just to be able to like, think about like poor children, right? Yeah. Or poor parents. I was seeing one um, single parent, uh, she was tweeting about, you know, needing things for her children and stuff like that. So I think to myself, and then she got, it was a whole long thread. People were offering presents, food, all of that. And I thought to myself, look, she needed the internet to beg. Right. Do you get what I mean? So just to, just to let people know I exist, mm. I need the internet now. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And that's what she, and that's what people need. So when we're, when we're hearing these takes of, oh, poor people having iPhones, poor people having internet. If they didn't have that iPhone, have that internet, they're dead. How can they apply for the jobs that you want them to right. get? People experiencing homelessness. How do you want them to get off the streets and go and get a fucking job? How do you expect them to do that if they don't have access to internet? There's one a person who I always see whenever I'm walking um, around Tooley Street. This guy is always there with a book, like always reading one big book. Like they're very, very into literature. And I always walk by and I try not to make assumptions, but I'm just like, fam, the amount of knowledge that this person has from the n- amount of literature that they're reading and they're clearly still experiencing homelessness. Like, fuck this government. Fuck this government that this is what you're subjecting people to. Seriously. Universal basic income is not enough that people will suddenly decide that they're not going to fucking work, you fucking idiots. You know? £48 a week is not that much. It's uninspiring. But at least it will help someone get a bit of food, a bit of something, a bit of something. So uh, to me, it's just wild that now it's being put forward as a consideration. But when it was suggested as part of Labour's manifesto, you lot were not having a bar of it. Oh, until now you've suspended him. He's even suspended from the Labour Party. Enemies of progress are everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. And I'm not even on Jeremy Corbyn like that. 
when I met him in person, I don't, I can't say that the vibes were 100% there between me and him, but I still understand that in, in comparison to the average white person, the average white man, he says a lot of things that you lot aren't ready to say. He was one of the only few white men who were like, Nelson Mandela is not um, a terrorist and um, David Cameron and all the rest of you girls were happy to say that he was. And then when now Nelson Mandela dies, you're offering your condolences. Man, fuck you and stick your condolences up your ass, you pig fucking bitch. Anyway, how are you all? I hope that you're... <laughs> hope you're having a nice evening or nice morning, nice afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Whenever you're listening to this. That's all we really wanted to say this week. You know, I think that that's enough. It's only here two hours, four minutes. That's more than enough for you. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for this week. Thank you to all the patrons who continue to su- uh, support on uh, Patreon, even through these uncertain times. <laughs> Thank you for supporting the podcast. Um yeah, and I guess that's it. I've been Kalechi. And Sadiq. And this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, suck, suck your, your mum. Um Yeah, that's it. That's 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 that. Follow us on well, follow me on at Kalechi Nakoff or at Say Your Mind Pod. And follow me on Sadiq OJN. That's both for Instagram and Twitter. And I know that you uh, you all enjoy tweeting at Sadiq, telling him about <laughs> his music knowledge, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say for this week. Oh, anyway. Dear. That's it, and um, look after yourself. Cream your elbows, cream your feet. See you guys. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman. This baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. So sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea. We are gonna sip it Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.